my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious Welcome to Sleep Delight Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? I am doing great, guys. Welcome to this very special bonus episode. And with me today, I brought in a special guest, uh, somebody to help me with this episode. That's the friend of the podcast, the bastard child of STL from Time uh, Time Traveling Peter from Hydrate Level 4. What's up, sir? How are you doing? I'm doing good, sir. Thank you for having me. Uh, just want to say hello to the nation. Um, I'm glad to be here. Very happy great to have you on again sir i like using that bastard child thing you brought that up last time i i could, oh, yes. I could stop laughing on that one good times yeah yeah it's funny because every, every time you do mention me you, you bring that up so i was like oh okay <laughs> that, that that really stuck with him <laughs> it's true i i dig it so it, ser- it's it's better than being called butthead it's true <laughs> <laughs> right yeah why don't you make like a tree and leave yeah it's get out well get out of here yeah uh, but you you watched part two yesterday, so that that's probably why you said that. I, I did, man. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, man, we're talking back to the future today. So you and I, sir, yes. uh, you, we both are in agreement that uh, the original version of Back to the Future that I did, uh, I, I personally don't like what's on the feed. Uh, it was one of the earlier episodes of STL. There's very few episodes that... I would love to redo Adventures of Babysitting would be one of them, and Back to the Future series is another. And even you agreed. You're like, dude, that'd be awesome if you and I, we kind of did it together. I'm like, I'm down for that because, number one, I didn't have a nation back then. Number two, I was just starting off. There's a lot of things I didn't really dig about it. And having you on here since, to me, The Karate Kid is my favorite movie and Back to the Future is yours, it just makes perfect sense to bring in somebody uh, of your caliber to the nation to redo an episode that the nation voted, yes, please redo the series. So I'm excited, sir, to have you on. It's good times. Yeah, that that's heavy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> saying well, uh, of my caliber, uh, that's that's a lot of pressure. So hopefully I could definitely bring it. Yeah, screw the pressure, man. We're just yeah. going to have some fun. So you and I, we decide instead of reviewing the movie, we're going to do it in a way that I didn't review it before and you haven't done so yet as a commentary track. Because the best way to review a movie, uh, if you absolutely love it, of course, is to do a commentary track. If you hate a movie, that's the worst way to review a movie. And, you know, since it's no question, this is five stars for me. It's five stars for you. It's perfect way to just give a love fest to a movie like I did for The Karate Kid, 
Let's do it for Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3. The best way to review it is just go through it from beginning to end and, and just have some fun. So I'm excited, sir. Uh, in, in my defense, you said that I think it's a five star. I'm not saying anything. I'm just gonna wait till the end and give my rating then. So, oh my god, that 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 way people can wait till the end. Get out of here. What yeah, a... you, you don't know if I think it's a five star. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's ten stars. That's, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. There you go. My scale's a ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe right. eleven. So here, here's what we're gonna do, sir. I have the uh, the original DVD set. For some stupid reason, I have the full screen. What the hell was I thinking? Whoa. I don't. I have no idea why I don't have the widescreen. So it really blows. So and I couldn't get the D, the Blu-ray at Walmart. They only had the stupid DVD set, and I wasn't gonna rebuy the DVD set. I gotta have this on Blu-ray. So I'm gonna go on eBay, try to find this thing. So when we do part two, I'm ready to rock and roll, sir. Yeah, you can get that for under thirty bucks now. Um, because time to time, I usually see the trilogy on Blu-ray. Um, you know, like on sale. And for those that don't have a Blu-ray player, get this on Blu-ray. Anyway, you know, because it is just they they restored like a lot of the scene. Um, it looks like it was filmed like recently. You can't even tell it was made in the eighties. So uh, it it looks that good. Awesome. I can't yeah. wait. All right. So you have a digital copy. I have the, D- the DVD copy. So we're currently at 00.01. So essentially, uh, after all the menus, and if you were to hit play, you would get like a second, and all of a sudden you're going to see the stars to the Universal logo. So that's where we're at. I know most of you in the nation aren't really going to throw in your DVD or Blu-ray and, and follow along with this. You're just going to listen in your headphones, which is great. But in case you want to follow along, that's where we're at. So uh, I'm ready to rock and roll, sir. I'm going to turn up my value so I can hear the movie and I can hear you. And uh, we're going to go on three, right? We're going to do one, two, and then on three, we hit play. Yes. Is that what we're going to do? Okay. That's correct because we, we tested it earlier. You said one, two, three, go. So, <laughs> so just to be clear, everybody, there is no go. There's just one, two, and then on three. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you ready, sir? Yes. One, two, three. All right, black, and we have stars. You got stars, sir? I got some stars. The the, the Earth is rotating. Universal just popped up. Yep, perfect. Okay, perfect all right. Sync. This is awesome. All right. all right. So, man. We woo. did something right. Hell yeah. We finally <laughs> did something right. Okay. Oh, man. Steven Spielberg presents. woo I know that guy. Really? Yeah, I, I, I think he made a, like a, a shark movie oh, of okay. some sort. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, he did Forrest Gump. Oh man, this is one of the, my favorite logos of all time, right here. This logo I could, is, I could watch um, this on loop. God. Yeah. My my little daughter, uh, six years old yesterday, she counted all these clocks. How many really? there were? Yeah, she said there's 31 clocks. So. You know, I read somewhere that all of these they say um, it looks like it says 7:53 here, but I think there is one clock somewhere in this garage that actually displays the correct time. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, just oh, one. Oh, the Hanging Man clock. Ooh, that's where Emma Brown's going to be at the end of the movie. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Just and, case and, Right, and for those that don't know, it is uh, a picture of Harold Lloyd from a silent film from the 30s, I think it was, called uh, Safety First. Ooh, look at this guy. He's got all the info. Oh, you knew that. Ooh, Brown Mansion destroyed. So, Dr. Emma Brown is rich. And uh, that's why he can afford to do all this crap. So Yeah, this, some, some this guy speculate... Looks like, no, no, go ahead. This guy looks like Mr. Miyagi, don't he, on the right-hand side? 
the, at the bottom looks like no, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> no, that's uh, Albert Einstein. Oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, some speculate that the uh, mansion being burnt down was for like a like insurance scam kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I like to think that maybe it's because he used his fire extinguisher later on. <laughs> it didn't have it to put it out later. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So, so this sets up the plutonium. Yeah. I like this, man. Nothing in this movie. From what I read... This is what this is the script that they use for script 101 is this movie because this is such a tight script. Right. I, I've read that multiple times that if you're in college, you want to do movie scripts, this is the one they teach you. Is this one right here? Yeah, there's a lot of callbacks, you know, it, um, it's really good writing. So I really enjoy it. Um, there, there's some things that I'll, I'll point out. Um, like in, in the most recent viewing for this uh, commentary track, that there's one part that I never even like thought about, and I was like, "Oh man, that's that's kind of brilliant." Because how else would you do it? So I'll, I'll bring that up a little bit later. Yeah, definitely. But good. yeah, we we see the can of dog food being opened up. Um, I kind of like this little arm uh, doohickey, this little device. It kind of reminds me of something that Wayne uh, Zelinsky would make, you know, from um, Honey uh, Blew Up the Kids or Honey Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> right. You know, it it kind of looks like a like like a area that he would work in. There's the classic Nikes. What do you mean? I got those. Um, like the the stack. No, I don't. Uh, the stack of dog food. It kind of shows that Doc hasn't been there in a while, and not only just Doc, but Aini hasn't been there to eat the food. Right. Um. So it, yeah, he. It, and then later on, you know, when Marty answers the phone, he's like, well, you know, you haven't been here all week or whatever it is. So we know Doc's been busy. It's true. So that, uh, dude, that, this this right here, man. Uh, oh, I first saw this as a kid. I laughed so hard I almost peed my pants. It's so good, dude. I, I still do. Uh, <laughs> the box of plutonium, you can get that at any corner drugstore nowadays. Right? Maybe yeah. in 1985 you can get that yeah. at any corner drugstore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good, dude. They were off a few years, but and, uh, yeah, you can do that now. I mean, I can walk over over to 7-Eleven and get it now. Yep. <sighs> Plug it Look in. Look at that instrument listen, he does it all slow too listen how loud it is plugs it in look how look how tiny that guitar is yeah that's crazy m- m- maybe uh doc saw a ukulele and was like i can make an electric guitar out of that yep hit, hit a few more switches all right you look cool you look slick put your hair back Throw you know, this, this is funny because, you know, that uh, the poster, I mean, he's he's got the, uh, <laughs> look at that. Oh, I'm sorry. The, uh, the Home Alone 2 reference that you brought Yeah, up. oh, right, right, yeah, I brought that up. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah, remember Back to the Future? Yeah, Marv slips on the uh, the shampoo and, and crashes into the, the shelf's uh, paint. Yeah, very reminiscent of this. There's my watch. I have that watch on today. The uh the Ray Bans that he's wearing it's funny because it's in the poster but this is the only time he ever wears them. True. That's uh, that's the telephone is when it freaking does an alarm to answer. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks like one of the alarms from like the the firehouse, you right. know, like like in Ghostbusters or something. So that's why he has his phone rigged up too. Wait, one 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 fifteen in the morning? So precise, real late too. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to look for the clock that has the right time. I I'm not seeing it, but uh, I read it somewhere. You know, you know, there there's people that do things like that. Like, oh, yep, I saw that. I'm gonna put it online. Because everything online is correct. Yes. <laughs> One fifteen a.m. Boom, 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 boom. 
No, I still don't see it, man. Yeah. You're, you're wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it is. So, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was an interesting tidbit. That's exactly all. Exactly 25 minutes slow. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Doc, you try to tell me it's 825? Damn. I'm late for school. Do, do. Dude, how many times did you jam to this song, man? Woo. All the time, man. The time. Uh, uh, I, I had mentioned in one of my uh, episodes, but when I was younger, I hooked up the VCR to my dad's, um, you know, like stereo set, and I recorded oh, yeah. the entire movie onto cassette. <laughs> that's awesome. That's and old. That's old school, man. It is old school. And then as a kid, I would listen to that going to bed. That, that that was my lullabies. Oh. So yeah, I just listen to the audio and go hey, to bed. Take a look. This is uh this is uh Gremlins with no snow. All this this whole area right here. This is where uh, Billy walks down. There's the theater where the Gremlins go hang out uh, and watch Snow White. So this is all Gremlins. And then if you watch the first episode of Dukes of Hazard, this is where the General Lee tears it up. So you know they use this a lot. Do we know that Gremlins does not take place in Hill Valley? Because that's possible. It you, is. Hey, you see Bob spray painted on the side there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably a shout out to Bob Gale and Zemeckis. Okay. Now, let me just say this. Elizabeth, hey, Elizabeth Shue is my girl. She's my hottie. She's my number one 80s girl of all time. But Jennifer here, man, I wish she could have continued in two and three. But uh, yeah. Miss Claudia Wells, her, her mom was uh, very ill. Yeah. Uh, so she had to uh, turn down the... Um, you know, reprisal of her character. It's oh, Strickland. Strickland. Jesus, didn't this guy ever have hair? <laughs> and you know what? He seems to be like the only teacher. You know, I know he's the principal, but he's like he's like the only staff member we ever see in the entire series. <laughs> it's true. There's no teachers. I mean, he, he he's like the lunch monitor. You know, he probably uh, he probably works in the admin office. You know. chance oh man no mcfly will ever amount to anything in the history of hill valley hey strickland uh get on my mean, face mean or nah <laughs> hey huey lewis Woo-hoo. who that's huey lewis dude no i'm kidding <laughs> get the hell out of here you knew that <laughs> the hell's wrong with you huey who we're the pinheads this is a nice great name. name great name uh, Mr. Mr. Man to the left there is uh, Marty's guitar teacher or something like that. Yeah. Or instructor. Michael J. Fox is so short, dude. He's like five foot yeah. one or something. It's crazy. No, not that short. Probably, but, probably, like, probably five, four, five, five or something. Like Michael that. J. Fox is a badass guitar player, though. So. Man, look at him go. Man. Watch some Light of Day, folks, with Joan Jett. It's a depressing-ass movie, but Michael J. Fox kills it on the guitar. Woo-hoo. And uh, my recommendations are uh, watch Back to the Future 2 and 3. Those are pretty good, too. (laughs) (laughs) Part 2 is my favorite. Yeah, it's a good one. Hey, Jennifer. Yeah, sorry, babe. I just blew it. You're too darn darn long. Hey, it's Goldie Wilson. (laughs) This is so cool. You know, Goldie Wilson, you know why the place is so much better is because he was told earlier in life to become mayor, so he had something to focus on, and that's why Hill Valley looks so nice. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because, I mean, when Marty goes back, he's like, man, they really cleaned this place up, you know, alluding to that the 80s aren't so clean. Right. So is it because of Mary Goldie Wilson? <laughs> it's true. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe she's... But, uh, yeah, Mary Goldie Wilson, uh, I've, known him, uh, I've known him when he started from the bottom. Now he's here. <laughs> <laughs> he's your personal friend. 
Yeah, yeah. I knew uh, I, I knew him when he was sweeping floors. So. Now I just noticed this yesterday. Yeah. Behind him, it's uh, it's Orgy America is playing. Yeah, I, nev- I, I never that. noticed yeah. that, dude. It was crazy. It's adult store or something. Yeah. Look at that gas, one hundred and nine. That's what it is now. It's one eighty one. Woohoo! You know what? I think when I started driving, uh, I think it was like one hundred and nine. So, yeah, I mean, I I think that kind of shows that from the eighties to was it mid nineties, it, it actually didn't fluctuate that much. It's true. He's trying to shut your boob, but she's like, "Stop it!" Yeah, yeah, right. He's like, <laughs> "It's PG, Marty." It's true. Mister Pimp McFly. Standard lecture. Look at that clock tower in the back. I know. I think she was born a nun. Man, wait till you find out what your mom's really like. She's a whore. <laughs> That's what my wife said yesterday. Really, your mom's a whore, but you'll find that out later. Save the clock tower. I love this lady. You see, uh, you see the background. Lou's aerobic fitness center. Yeah. Uh, Lou is the guy that uh, worked in the cafe. Ah. So, yeah. You I, are I, the I, man, dude. I yeah. didn't notice that. Yeah, that's that's his name. Um, so I, I I guess after he, maybe he shut down the cafe, he decided to turn into a rubik center. <laughs> Jennifer's like, this is the the coming up. This is the fastest writing a phone number ever. I love her dad, Jennifer. Well, I, I I'm just glad that uh, Marty gave them that quarter because that's all they needed was just one more quarter. It's true. <laughs> I, I love it in part two. Throw in a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get there. Fastest phone number ever, folks. Two seconds, bam! It's the power of love. Mm-mm. Orgy America. How, how hard is it to write five 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 and then this number? Yeah, but she wrote "I love you!" exclamation point five 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 four eight two three. That takes that longer already, than two seconds. That might have already been on there. We don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's movie now, time. It's okay. Now, did you call that number when you were little? I did not, sir. Oh, okay. But I did do this crap where I got skateboarded and hooked myself up to a car. So. Yeah, I didn't call that number either. So, uh, <laughs> Lions Estates, where there's nothing but open farm field. Oh you know, wait, that's later. Sorry. Um, I went to Universal just uh, I forget how long, just a few years back, and they still have that on the lot somewhere, like part of the the tour, you know, really? uh, around the lot. Yeah, and it you know it's obviously there's no spray paint or anything like that, but you you can see that they have that off, you know, displayed with uh, other props from other movies and stuff. So it's still pretty neat to see. Now, I love this. We get the introduction of uh, our fantastic villain. I mean, this is this guy makes the series, obviously. But yeah. he's just like, it's all your fault that I crashed the car. This guy's yeah. such, such an ass. Your car had a blind spot. <laughs> blind spot when I would drive it. Hi, son. <laughs> what are you blind with? So good, dude. Marty's just like, Dad, seriously? Come on. I, he's going to pay can't... the damages? I can't imagine how Marty's feeling because I never really, when, you know, when I was young, I didn't put myself in anybody's shoes. But now, as an adult, I think like, I mean, I can't imagine my son watching me being talked down by my boss. Oh, you right. Know, like I, I, I can't imagine what Marty's even thinking. Look, look at this. And, and this is taking place after, his, you know, when he would tell him do school. Right. You know, this sets up what you're going to see in the cafe later. But this is clearly a conversation that they've had multiple times, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even well, we didn't get it yet, but it's coming up. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I, I mean, they do a great job of making George McFly this 
this worthless piece of crap. And, Shoes and, untied. Come on. You know, George, 30 years and you're still falling for that. I know. But <laughs> it's such a redeeming – when we get to the end where George becomes redeemed at the end, you really believe that he becomes you know, self-confident and that Biff would – become his servant at the end of right. the movie because of how worthless of a person George is throughout this whole movie. So this is more, this is almost as much of a George McFly story as it is a Marty McFly story. You know what I mean? Actually, you you, you hit it on the nose, Mike. I mean, it, uh, Marty McFly is the main character, but this is George's story. He's the one with the arc. It's you true. Know, he's the one who changes. Marty doesn't change at all. It's true. That's yeah. a good point, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not good with confrontation either, man, but I still don't let people walk all over me either. Yeah. So I'm looking at the house because now I see why Marty at the end is like, what the hell happened to my house? Because it is it is kind of jacked up, but it looks more – it's not really messy. It's just it's, lived it's in. It's fine. Yeah. Now, do you know about the deleted scene right before this, how they got the um, peanut brittle? Uh, No. Uh, so Marty and George were – well, George oh, was he, talking – and um, uh-huh. he was he was telling Marty that yeah he's gonna he's gonna try to step it up you know not let people walk over him and uh, obviously I'm paraphrasing and right. and then this man uh, knocks at the door George opens up and it's a man and a little girl and he's like hey George uh, my daughter's selling peanut brittle you know uh-huh. I'll I'll put you down for a hundred boxes and George is like sure oh I, I got it. now <laughs> so, we, something like that yeah we got uh, Mr Super from Superman here Mr yeah, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. Now, I, Leah Thompson, man, God, this woman is has aged beautifully. Now, I know Jameson is not a fan of Leah Thompson, as Reese has said before, but whoa, she's whoa, she's, whoa, fan- whoa. she's fantastic in this movie, man. Oh. Well, she was like twenty three too. So very very pretty at this age, I think. But isn't it funny when you the makeup job that they did, and I love when you see how did how did they look for real? And Leah mm-hmm. Thompson looks. A million times better than they ever made her look at an older age, you know. Oh yeah, I I, I don't think they were trying to doll her up, you know. It, right. It, even even later on, when we come back to the alternate present, um, you know, she she's you know quote unquote thinner, but she's still not like all glammed up like she looks now. I mean, she she's a celebrity, right? So so she's got to look pretty. But you're you're absolutely right. Even at this age, she she's stunning. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, we get the story here of, right. of how things are supposed to go. And they've heard it, they've heard it a million times because in her heart, she she's in love with George. And George, I, I do love his laugh that he does. I, yeah. I, wish, I, could, I wish I could do that. Um, what, what, Lorraine? Okay, you what? see this part right here? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you, I was they, staring they, at a girl's boobs. What? They, um, they, so, so she's told them the story, like, let's say like a million times, right? Right, right, right. How many? And they still don't know exactly what was going on. Bird watching, like, like you know what I mean? Like, does that not come up every single time? too? George, what was it again? And he would just like ignore them or something. What Lorraine? What? So good. She's look at her. She's just like got that love face. Swoon. He's just like whatever, babe. I'm watching some honeymooners. For the very first time that night. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. Dude, I never know how my parents got together. Poor Marty's got to hear it every night at the table. I love this laugh. So good. <laughs> that should be my my uh, uh, text message. Uh, no text message. I don't know if I if I can stand that as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
Oh man, Diet Pepsi, Diet Pepsi free. That's why he says, if you want a Pepsi pal, you gotta pay for it. Right, it's, right. It's to say Pepsi free on it. Okay, now I get it. So yeah, I was like, why oh, you didn't know? No, I was like, why would he say Pepsi free? Just say Diet Pepsi. But now I get it. So there you yeah, go. yeah, Pe- um, Pepsi free. I think it's equivalent to Pepsi Zero now. Oh, I understand. Yeah, like zero calories or something. Um, obviously, I, I didn't drink that back in the '80s, so so I don't know for sure. Um, but Tab Tab's still around. Funny enough, true. Yeah, it's just not popular. But yeah, you, uh, I, I go to Safeway and I see Tab, and I always be like, ah, I want to get it just because it was in the movie. <laughs> now, right here is evidently photoshopped, where uh, this whole sequence here, you supposedly see a mini Marty staring down at them, and that's all Photoshop. I don't give a crap what anybody says. You know what I'm talking about, right? Because you've posted that crap in the nation before about how Mar- you could see Marty in the background staring down before this part ever happens. You remember that? Yeah, it in I don't know it's it, it could have been a fire hydrant or something you, you know I, I really don't know it's true I mean how many people photoshopped the year oh look at the year it's like right. guys come on seriously but this is I, all, this is awesome reveal though man of the DeLorean for the first time I mean who yeah. knew that this car would be you know generally Knight Rider status you know it's like this car is phenomenal there's I forget somewhere but there's somewhere in this entire scene somewhere somebody in the background like kind of runs and you just catch a little bit of it and i wonder if it's like somebody in the crew you know that works on the movie that just happened to be in the shot by mistake uh, but i i remember reading it somewhere and they actually uh, put the exact time to go to in the movie and i saw it you see somebody like just run off in the background a little bit and people were like oh yeah, yeah that, that's probably marty but like i don't think it was that forward thinking where they're like yeah let's let's put him in the background early on in the movie right but it's uh, interesting. So, Mr. Christopher Lloyd, the the man with the greatest facial expressions of any actor that I know, because th- this guy speaks volumes by his face, not what he says. It's yeah. All, almost all my laughs come from him and his facial expressions. I've met him. You have? Doc Lloyd. I yeah. mean, uh, Doc Lloyd, Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he worked at Universal. And uh, he's really I saw a, him and I got a picture with him. He's really a shy guy in real life, I guess, so... Yeah, yeah. No, there was a you know one of those guys. They dress up as Doc uh, Brown. Yeah, that's who I met. He was wearing the 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 yellow suit with the red shirt with the the sunglasses. Now, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, it was. I was just saying he was wearing sunglasses, and so was I. I was like, oh, let's put our sunglasses (laughs) down. He's like, no, I I really can't see through them. That's (laughs) awesome. So Einstein, is Einstein? The same dog is in the fifties because Einstein would be like thirty years old, and most dogs yeah, don't make it that I, far. I don't. I don't think it is. I mean, he also goes by a different name too. Copernicus, right? Yeah. yeah. So I. That's why I don't think it is. You know, maybe Doc just likes that type of dog. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I don't know how long dogs can. You know, can yeah, live. So. I'm not a dog man either. So, so this up up coming up is my favorite line of the whole entire movie. Right. I just oh so good man. Now I don't know if he said it yet because uh, I wasn't really paying attention. But uh, temporal uh, experiment number one or something? Did he already say that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the very first <laughs> test. And uh, Marty, let's uh, stand in front of the car. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Let it come. Calculation correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious. <laughs> I love it. It's the best line of the whole movie. Look at that, man. Revving them tires up, baby. Woohoo. 
I think uh, some people had a problem with, uh, you know, the reveal of the DeLorean and, um, you know, it comes out of that, that truck and then like there's Doc inside there and they're like, why is he even in there and how did he get in there? It's like, you know what, who cares? Right. Uh, and I... it's, it, it, this doesn't make sense, but he's got a remote control right there. He, maybe he rolled himself in right. the truck. You I, know? Lo- I love when Doc looks at, looks at Marty up and down. That was hilarious. Yeah. Watch like, this. Well, yeah. If I'm going to die, you're going to die too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here we go. Dude, there's only one effect that doesn't hold up. Everything still holds up. It looks fantastic. Like, this still looks good right there. Damn. It looks okay. Man, I'm telling you, I, was, I wish I was watching on Blu-ray right now, but because on just, Blu-ray that looks that still looks legit, right? Well, I mean, it looks the same. It's just, um, man, it this this digital copy is just a little grainy, uh, and, and like I, you know, I, I mentioned to you off, you know, offline that it it's, it, it looks like I'm watching DVD, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, the Blu-ray quality is so crisp. You disintegrated Einstein. Doc Doc's making notes. Hey, him and Marty have the same watch. His is just silver. Huh. I got to have that watch. When the hell are they? Right. Let's become the first world time traveler. I love Marty's face. He's just like, I don't get what the hell is going on. You know, and I I can't imagine it being somebody's first time um, watching Back to the Future and then listening to us. But... Do you can you imagine like Doc later on uh, like at the end of the movies so, like he'd be pissed off like I I was supposed to be the first human time traveler <laughs> jerk. How <laughs> of a DeLorean? Great Scott Marty, I was supposed to be the first time traveler. <laughs> this is heavy. Wait, has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Flex. Yeah, there you go. And oh, I I think a lot of fans, you know, they uh, one of the more. Um, popular trivia is that the time machine was originally supposed to be a refrigerator. Yeah, and they and... didn't want kids locking themselves in there. Right. And I'm glad that I'm glad they got rid of Eric Stoltz. I mean, I love Eric Stoltz and all, but I mean, seriously, eh, this movie would not have been the the iconic classic movie it is if you didn't have Michael J. Fox in there. And Michael J. Fox got like three hours of sleep every day because he was doing yeah. Family Ties in the day and Back to the Future at night. For us. For us. For Better the people. Appreciate them. There we go. There's that. There's that face. Like what? Okay. Why is he got ice on it? You like how uh, Doc Brown's uh, truck in the back there? It says Doctor E Brown, um, like twenty four hour science. Uh, yeah. It says, it says something like that. So I wonder if that's how the Libyans find him. You know, they're, they're like, hey, this this guy does science. Let's hire him. <laughs> <laughs> so he was on Sci- call. Science for hire. Science for hire. Yeah. We'll take you. I love this part. Oh, so. He's all right. The trip was instantaneous. One minute behind mine. He skipped over that minute. And little kids have no idea what the hell you just said. Uh, I think a lot of adults still don't know what he says. I know. (laughs) (laughs) My kids love this movie, but they don't get it. I'm like, that's okay. It's the best time traveling movie there is. And it's, it's fantastic. Where you are, this one tells you where you were. And that's all been Facebook or Photoshop past couple of years. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember leading up to the, I think it was the Trilogy's um, special edition release uh, back in 04. I forget what year. It was when they released it on, um, you know, the, the Trilogy on DVD. 
and on their website they actually had the that you know the display and you know it counting down and i remember um waiting for the release of these movies and i went uh, i i think i had an off day and i went to target super early like as soon as they opened because i was scared it was going to be sold out yeah i was like i was like the only one there <laughs> <laughs> a picture of this which i still have no idea how that makes time travel possible but whatever i got that right there at that time uh flux capacitor yeah man you yeah. yeah you got that usb thing yes Every time they throw in the the bird of Christ, I'm like, dude, he was born in the summertime, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know. I'm Buddhist, but uh, <laughs> it, yeah, the uh, signing the Declaration of Independence. I mean, that's cool, but like for someone like me, I, I I wouldn't be able to go there and and witness that. Probably get killed once I show up. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's this guy doing here? Why does that guy's face look like that? Yeah. <laughs> Is, What's wrong with what, his face? What is he, an Indian? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They've never seen Asians yet around the 1700s. <laughs> One more kick. Plutonium. There it is. 24 no, this hours. This is bull right here. Look, he puts the camera down, but yet his the whole, later on in the movie, it's, yeah, yeah that, I, that's off, I, but whatever. I don't think Michael J. Fox was actually recording. That's That's the thing, you know. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. there's very little things that are off in this movie. And, I mean, I'm nitpicking, obviously, at this point. Sure, sure. But it's just something I kind of laugh at. Yeah, it's, it's a little continuity. And, um, you know, I, I get why it doesn't match up. Because, obviously, if they were watching that, it it, it would make them dizzy, you know, for all, all the movements. It's true. This is awesome. A can of that is probably, like, five bucks at the store right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, what was he thinking? Why the hell would you do plutonium as your little kick? But I guess, like he says, you need, you know, lightning bolt, electricity. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's well, cool. it, it was it was accessible to him. You know, he was able to get it from the Libyans. I mean, I I guess I never really thought about it, but um, what if he didn't know, um, like, how to get that source of power, right? And then while working for the Libyans, he's like, wow, they have this. I can, I can, I can use that, you know. I and then, and then he makes that. It's true because at this point he's already, you know, Marty's already talked to him about how you need bolt of lightning to. So yeah, yeah it all makes sense. Love that face. <laughs> His <laughs> eyes are just wide open. He's just, the best he's been, part. He's been drinking some rock stars or something, man. He's like he's just lit up. This guy. <laughs> I missed my favorite part where he's talking about and breeding pine trees, and he just sits there and looks down and then looks up. So good. You want to rewind it? No, no, it's okay. <laughs> man, but you're I'll right. You, yeah, breeding. Yeah. For 1985 PG movie, man, they swear a lot in this movie, but I love yeah. it. It's so good. Yeah. A lot of 80s movies, they they still have it, and and the F word. So I, I mean, at least they don't have that going on in here. It's true. And I just forgot to bring some extra plutonium. He's like. I, for, I forgot extra plutonium. plutonium. Awkward. Even, even, <laughs> even Arnie's just like, dude, look, you're going, but you're going to get killed. <laughs> this scene is fantastic, man. This is pure action at its best. It's awesome. They yeah. found me. I don't know how, but they found me. Run for him, Arnie. Arnie's like, Arnie gets down before Doc does. Arnie. What do you think? I'm late. What? Arnie. I like to call him Arnie. Yeah, I was like, wait, did you throw an R up in there? Yeah, I did. Hey, you see the uh, the film developing kiosk thing right there? Uh, yeah, I always thought that was a video store. I'm like, that's a tiny-ass video store. I don't get it. Well, it, it's funny because I don't 
quite remember them when I was a kid. I mean, because, I mean, I, I was born in 83, so I don't remember seeing a lot of those, but maybe my parents never really went to them. But the only other time I've seen one of those was in, um, I, I want to say, like, Police Academy 2. Yeah. Where there's a guy working in there, and then, like, uh, he gets thrown off a bridge. Um, still in his film developing kiosk. Yeah. When he got shot, I saw the bulletproof vest. <laughs> oh, uh, good old AK-47s. Very inaccurate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they jam up really well. I mean, like, you know, like they, this. But... They always jam up in my video games. Yeah, do they? Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, ac- it's accurate. Okay, there we go. Go! Yeah, because I, I know yeah, shooting-wise, it's inaccurate. What so. is Marty thinking right here? I'm just going to sit here and wait for them to come after me, and then I'll close the door. There we well, go. Well, he's, he's looking at Doc. You know, he, at that point, he's thinking, like, well, should I try to you know, maybe bring him along and, you know what I mean? He, he probably was processing a lot at that point. It's true. He's got, they got the Scooby van coming after the DeLorean. Yeah. This guy uh, is good. <laughs> here, here, here's a, a fun thing too. Uh, um, but the DeLoreans, they really can't get up to 88 miles per hour. Uh, and I don't know if, uh, while writing the movie, if, um, if they really knew that, but I think that's why they have the digital readout of the speedometer is because it doesn't go past, I, I want to say, like 60. Well, it oh, says... Okay. Well, it's, it's, oh, okay, that's 95, but I don't believe that's a, a real DeLorean. And I don't believe I don't believe you either. I, I, I say you buy a DeLorean, you come over here, and we'll test drive, and we'll find out. Sounds good. Well, I don't know if I drive over there just to test drive. I'll, I'll <laughs> get it, you know, I'll test drive as soon as I get it. All right, <laughs> you but, do that then. You know, I actually... <clears throat> I told my wife, like, prior, uh, before we got married, I, I told her that I wanted to rent um, a time machine and drive it off on our wedding day. Never happened. <laughs> but but uh, in her defense, I guess, we were in Hawaii. So, I don't know, we would have been able to find that there. But she didn't turn it down when I first brought it up. Well, there you go, man. But I'm telling you, they, uh, these speedometers, we'll, we'll, we'll have to find it um, after the movie, but I'm pretty sure they don't go past 60, and that's why they have this digital readout. And I think it's just a better... Uh, it looks better, yeah. Yeah, it just looks better visually. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. You know, I never knew what the hell he said, you space bastard, you kill my pine. I never yeah. I never knew what the hell that meant. As and that's... That's why I watch everything with subtitles because sometimes you just don't quite understand what somebody says. I mean, like when I got older and I was able to watch Back to the Future like on DVD in subtitles, I'm like, oh, that's what they said, uh-huh. you know, before you can go read the script or something like that. Right. You know, you notice the car is facing the wrong way because that's not. The oh way yeah, heard. that's right. <laughs> You're right. Oh, it's backwards. I never, I never noticed that. I never noticed that. It's not an airplane. Look. I love the way it just. Yeah, because there's no entryway behind them too, so it's not like you know, so it's not like their house is on the other side. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like Karate Kid when Daniel's running from the Cobra Kai. There's the smoke machine, throw it out, yeah. fog. Yeah. Yeah, I read somewhere that Ralph Macchio turned down the role of this. Uh, I never heard that. Yeah, I read that somewhere, man. I don't know where they got their sources, but you know, I mean, it, it's on the IMDb um, trivia stuff. So I, I don't know where some of the people get their um, you know, information, but I saw that and I was like, ooh, completely different movie. Sorry about your barn. <laughs> yeah. I love the way he says barn. Like, and he just trips. Physical comedy, man. I, I, I can't imagine Eric Stoltz pulling that off. I know, right? You know, and that's that's I mean, that's why they <laughs> they 
you he's, know, ended up firing him after like what four, five, six weeks is is because the comedic. I don't yeah. want to say the comedic timing. It's just they 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 didn't find him as you know as funny. Right? Did he just say you space mutated son of a bitch? Is yeah, he did. He okay. Yeah. Yeah. You killed my boy. Dude, you, you gotta you, you gotta watch it with subtitles. That that's how you know you you'll you'll catch things you never caught before. Oh, I mean, so I know good. I did. So good, dude. It's just there. Uh, I like on the gag reel that um, Michael J. Fox is doing this scene and the door keeps opening. <laughs> <laughs> I love what I love for the fact of is that they really destroy the name of DeLoreans because they make you they tell you that this is a piece of crap car that it's always going to shut off. That's what I love that this well, movie does. I, I, I think it wasn't a very good car, though. That That's the thing. I mean, like I had mentioned, I mean, and I still need to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't go past 60, you know? Yeah. So, it, yeah, it, it looks cool. I mean, Glenn from Wedding Singer bought one. <laughs> yeah, Glenn the douchebag. Yeah. The now, what, is, what does this lady say here? Don't stop or we'll die. Is that what she says? No, no. Uh, she says, uh, don't stop, Wilbur, um, don't, or something like that. Don't yeah, stop, don't or stop, we Wilbur, don't. No, no. It, I, I, I got the subtitles on. It, it says, don't stop, Wilbur, don't. It's just the way she says don't is really weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird. Because I, I thought that too. I was like, what the hell is she saying? <laughs> again, with the subtitles, it, it's just don't stop, Wilbur, don't. And then in a couple of seconds, we're going to get my hey, favorite you, you, horror song. You notice hey. the, the little um, compass right there on the dashboard? Do you remember those? Yeah. You see that on the right? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, but, but now, obviously, the newer cars, you have that in your uh, rear view mirror. You know, it's it true. displays. Uh, what was that comment you just made? Oh, about how my favorite song is coming up. You know, the one that oh. I, I I hate because of Halloween 2, Mr. Oh, Sandman. Mr. Sandman, yeah. yeah. But I, for some reason, I like the addition, uh, this version of it. So, I love how the beer logos never change throughout the years. Miller yeah. still looks the same, all that crap. Of course, Pepsi had a different logo and stuff, but it's kind of interesting, you know. Bring me a drink. So, um, Ronald Reagan, uh, so this is when he was still acting. As I understand it, his name was actually uh, Ronald Reagan. And he changed the pronunciation when he went into politics. Uh, so later on, um, there's this when, Doc, when Doc said Ronald Reagan, the actor, that's uh, apparently a mistake. So oh, I, okay. I read that. I think that's Biff's car back there. Where? Well, no, the manure thing hasn't happened yet. So forget it. Because I saw the same car Biff has right by right by this shop here in the background. A, but A black one? Yeah. There it is. See it? Black one right there. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. You could be right. That that uh, looks like it. Yeah. But anyways, this uh, this is a wide shot of the clock tower. Uh, good times. Now, so he- here's my thing with the clock tower. This is really my only issue I have with the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, the fact of how many seconds are in a minute? 60. 60. So <laughs> the lightning strikes the clock tower at 10.04, but... At what second did it actually strike it? But uh, I guess according to the flyer, it says precisely, meaning that 10.04.0000, it hits yeah. the clock tower. But was somebody standing there and they just, rec- they're like, wow, as soon as it hit 10.04, lightning strike. Because I'm like, you know, but it, granted, we don't have a movie and that's serious ass nitpicking. I get it. But that was, yeah. that was my only issue I ever had with this movie is I'm like, well, what, what if it was 10.04 and 32 seconds, you know? But again, right. you don't have I, a movie. I, 
I mean, it's it's still a clock. I mean, and it works, you know, as such, you know, like a real clock. So I'd imagine after it stopped working, people were probably working on the inside to to see if they can get it start working again. And there's got to be something on the inside of the clock to show, you know, the seconds, right? Because there's no second hand on the outside, right? But maybe there is something like that to you know to tell the time on the inside, you know, and maybe somebody's like, oh wow, precisely, you know, right at ten oh four p.m. Okay, all right, so Fair you enough. know s- something like that. But also, and I, I think this is really reaching, but, um, you know, when Doc hooks up the wiring and all of that, you know, who's to say that maybe that the wired can't really harness that power for the few seconds it's going to take? I, I don't know, you know? Yeah. It's, it's reaching, but it's, it, you know, it, like like all of that could have been working as a conductor to to harness the power just for that moment of time. Yeah. I think you're right. This cafe is the place those girls are going to be working out at later so no it, it is oh okay when, when he first walked in i thought he said hey kid what'd you do jump like jump oh right 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 jump crap not jump right. ship yeah that's what i thought he said tab can't give you tab unless you pay for something give me a pepsi free you want a pepsi pal you're gonna pay for it <laughs> that's like my third favorite line I do love when they set this up, how him and George have the exact same right there. I yeah. love that. That's phenomenal. Is, is that coffee? That, that's one thing I always kind of wondered. It's yeah, like, that's well, coffee. He, he kept on asking for soda, yeah. you know, and then I was like, oh, just give me something without any sugar. And Bi- then, you know, he uh, gives him that. Billy Zane. Woo-hoo. Now, my wife asked me when we watched part two last night, are these three goons the same goons he has, you know, if, at his big ass hotel? I'm like, yeah, it is because there's Billy Zane. And the guy that's right. dork thinks he's going to drown. He's got a lot of gray hair in part two. So, yeah, he still has the same goons in part two. Yeah, I think only one of them returns uh, as Griff's um, croonies, cronies gotcha. in the third one. I want to say it's the guy on the far right, maybe. Oh, uh, so the guy on the left, uh, his name is Skinhead. Um, he was supposed to be Biff when they wanted Michael J. Fox for Marty. Wow. They, they couldn't get him, and then they got Thomas F. Wilson because Eric Stoltz is taller. And, you know, they obviously started filming and got rid of Eric Stoltz and, and was able to get Michael J. Fox, and Thomas F. Wilson had already been cast. That's why there's such a big height difference in the two wow that's awesome yeah. though that's yeah. great actually in real life i mean biff is like the coolest nicest sweetest guy you can meet it's just crazy how amazing his performance is is the biggest douchebag in 80s movies i swear yeah uh, unfortunately that's all he's really known for but yeah. it, he's associated with a pretty popular franchise oh yeah i mean hell yeah if if i was associated with back to the future all my life that's that's gravy for me so Man, look at George with his hipster haircut. I know, man. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> He's like, this is how they're going to have their hair in 2015 for real. <laughs> <laughs> I see people with hairstyles like that all the time around here. Except That's for right. he's not he's not wearing the big frame glasses. He's going to be mayor. <laughs> mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy, man. It's hilarious. I can run for mayor. You'll see, Mr. Cruz. I'll be the most powerful man in Hill Valley. I'm going to clean up this town. Good. You can start by Sweden Floor. You, you see the, um, the the lady there, the cashier? Yeah. Yeah, I I think, um, you know, I, I like to think that Goldie Wilson is that cool of a guy that even 
she likes him because it's still 55 and he's a colored guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'd imagine someone old in that time hasn't quite got used to, you know, working with colors or, you know, I'm even surprised to see him in that cafe right now. True. You know, so. So my wife's like, Marty, you've heard this story a million times. Why would you, you know, you know what your dad's doing? And I'm like, yeah. number one, he's in a lot of shock. And number two, he has no idea that this is the day that George got hit by the car. You know, it's just a right. regular day. So, you know, it's no big deal. But he so, finds out that his dad's a hornball. <laughs> the, um, that looks like George's house in the background. I'm not positive. We'll have to kind of yeah, keep an eye it, on that it, for it, later. It is. Okay. That's so why he spying... comes out. Right out. So, that's why he comes right out. Yeah. Uh, so, geographically, in real world, um, these houses—they're all like oh. on the same street. Um, gotcha. So I, I don't know if it's supposed to. And I'm including uh, Biff's grandma's house too. They're all on the same street, geographically in real life. But in Hill Valley, I wonder how far apart they are because, see, George is about to. Keep going, and that looks like his house. Oh later no, no, on. no! That's not George's house. George has a okay. really big house. But man, I've always wondered how did Michael J. Fox hit his head on the cement like that without actually killing himself? Because man, that looked painful, dude. Right, and you know, I've never seen any like any story about that. So I gotta imagine that it wasn't real concrete. Otherwise, they would have been like, oh yeah, man, he he was out for a few days because you know he didn't pass a, con- a concussion test, you know, and yeah, well, gave him a couple days off. So I I've seen just behind the scenes of uh, of a TV show where they actually cut out a block of concrete and replaced it with foam. Oh, okay. Could have done that, you know, something like that. So, but you're right, man. It looks like all streets. So, I know. But, but, our, our first scene, that will be in all three movies. One of our two scenes, that will be in all three movies. The what's mom, up, Lorraine? The mom scene. What up, mom? <laughs> you fine. <laughs> look, at, look at you, 23 years old with that dimple. Oh, my God. This is so good, dude. You know, like... As an adult, I can appreciate. As a kid, it was no big deal, but now it's like the creep factor, and yeah. and I just appreciate him his him getting away from his mom and just how disgusting it is is just so amazing and how risque this movie really was and how th- this this movie is like in living color. It was a TV show that was ahead of its time that that broke boundaries and and did stuff that you didn't think could be possible back to the future i mean they're they're in some they're in some terror you know subject territory that you know took a lot of balls to do you know yeah you notice that the kleenex on the on the desk it says scotties it'd be funny if it was like great scotties She Hello, sure baby. is pretty you know she, she you know uh i'm your baby um leah thompson's got a daughter right what and now? Yeah, yeah. It's like her name's like Zoe something. I forget, but I, I saw a picture because I follow uh, Leah Thompson on Twitter. Oh yeah. And um, like there was a picture of her daughter. I was like, oh wow, man. That you know, put her as Lorraine in the next you know remake. <laughs> you know what? My daughter, she she's always like, hey, it's Howard the Duck. She Howard the Duck. She loves Leah Thompson more for Howard the Duck than Back to the Future. She always yeah. she always say, hey, Howard the Duck girl. So what what's that one song called? Um, Heart. Hearts of something city, um, uh, Hunger City. Hunger City. Yeah, and she, that's a, and that's a good she song. yeah, she does all of her own singing. So it's the mom from Gremlins. Woohoo! Good times. Yeah, okay. she 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 divorced the other dad, and now all she's right. in this movie. All right, people, pay attention. First time I saw this was yesterday. Look who's in the background. Look who's sitting next to the boy. 
It'd be little Sarah from Adventures in Babysitting, folks. Yeah, you're right. Two years later, she'll be in Adventures in Babysitting. This is her first That's role. Right. She doesn't speak, but it's her face. And I was like, oh, my God, is that Sarah from Adventures in Babysitting? I've seen this hundreds of times, and I just noticed yesterday that was her. Yeah, I I, I should take a screen capture and draw a... Um... Thor's helmet on her. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and, and then, be, oh yeah, that's her. Sit here, Marty. Stop fiddling with that thing. Come and eat your dinner. <laughs> you know, I like the way she says that. I too. love it. It's so fantastic, man. It's funny. It's not even the voice she uses in Gremlins either, which is so awesome. She's got like an accent that she uses in this one. There's Sarah. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's her. Sorry, I, I love I, Sarah. I li- She's awesome. I like how earlier the dad's like Stella, another one of these damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> Another one? <laughs> right? How many kids have you hit? Two of them. It's the douchebag from the Wonder Years. He's always a dick. Is he? Always a dick in everything I see him in. He's only likable in a Disney movie I watched. Hey, I've seen this one. This is classic. What do you mean you've seen this? It's brand new. Yeah, it's so <clears throat> Marty is so inconsistent with, you know, with <laughs> Look him. Look at Sarah. Like, she's like, what? He's always forgetting, uh, you know, that he's in the fifties. It's true. I think that you do. <laughs> you know, look at uh, look at Lorraine's face. Right. She's got that like, oh, I want him to be in my room. Please be in my room. Uh, I, I want to see the deleted scene where it's under the table and her hands like slowly <laughs> creeping over his leg. <laughs> um. Maybe Earlier, uh, you know, when when uh, they were upstairs and the mom's like, Lorraine, are you up there? And she's like, Oh, it's my mother. Right. Oh, quick, put your pants back on. Like, <laughs> back on. Like, are you the one that took them off? I, mean, I know, right? I always think that. I'm like, Oh. Now, here's the thing. Since you've taken his pants off, shouldn't you recognize that your own son is the guy that you took his pants off in your room? <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> I know it's been thirty years, and he was only there for a week. Uh, you, you know. I don't know, man. A person I wanted to lay, I'd remember their face. Uh, I don't know. Even from 30 years ago, I mean, like I'd be a bad example now. I, I can't. You know, I guess you'll have to ask me when I'm 47. You know, <laughs> like, hey, 30 years ago when you were 17, do you remember such and such? But that's a long time, really. You know, and he's an idiot. I, <laughs> I guess my wife's like, yeah, well, look at your children. Your children are in jail. You know, your other person's an alcoholic and a whore. <laughs> like, yeah, your children were just great. Don't worry about Lorraine's children. It's so funny. Uncle Jailbird Joey. So Doc Brown is loaded, folks. Look at this. Look how big his mansion is. Ooh. Yeah, it's from all that 24-hour science uh, services. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I love the the score in the background of this scene when he's like doc and he takes the thing off of his uh his head and you hear the electrical like electric wire sound (laughs) yeah it's like you're not a girl slam the door (laughs) i love that face don't say art get in here i'm gonna rape you (laughs) (laughs) well i'm gonna do to you what biff does to lorraine later man one day you're gonna be my wife (laughs) I would have married if you had a million dollars. You know, it'd be funny if he's trying to do what um, he, he's trying to hook this thing up where they can, like, 
Yeah, never mind. I'm, it was going yeah, to go really... Let's not go Demolition Man here. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that, that's exactly where I was going with Demolition Man. <laughs> to the Switch card. Oh, Coast Guard. No. Oh, right here. That sound when he says... Oh, I love that. Yeah. From the future. It's such a creepy sound. I love it. It's so good. That I should lo- be a notification on like text messages. I love how Doc doesn't care what he just said. My God. Do you know what this means? Look at that hat, man. Is that heavy? Look, that at, that hair, heavy. look at that hair hanging off at the back. Yeah. This damn thing doesn't work at all. So good. It's like, bruh, did you just not hear what I said? <laughs> I'm from the future. I haven't invented any time machine. Okay, I'll like, prove it to you. I like how he touches that the, um, the bandage, too. Yeah. Because he knows that he just got bumped. Right. In the head, so. I like how he picks the picture with the stupid <laughs> thing and he puts it in his ear and then he uses it to make the picture. It's, what was he doing? Just like measuring his head? I don't know. <laughs> it was so good. Look, yeah, you notice how uh, his head was already starting to, to, yeah. to disappear? Yeah. It's so good. And I didn't realize how tiny that picture was. Future boy? Because because Doc says that uh, it's a fakery, you know, that uh, they cut off your brother's head. But if you've noticed, it, the, um, Dave was starting to disappear already. Yeah. Like, a lot of people didn't catch that. Jerry Lewis. Now, of course, all these people, I'm like, okay, I don't know who they are. I should, but I don't. You don't know Jerry Lewis? Oh, I know Jerry Lewis. Oh, oh, I was talking about, like, the first the first lady or something. So, Doc just called him Future Boy. That ends up being a character that uh, Sam Beckett leaps into in Quantum Leap, Future Boy. Interesting. I don't think there was, yeah, it was, I think it was just a coincidence. It must be raining because his, his life preserver is uh, all wet. <laughs> I, uh, had, I had that thing too. I was, I was walking around like Mario McFly. I was like, man, I'm so awesome. Hey, it's Mr. Miyagi's car. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. Banzai. <laughs> Where's Jameson? Q, Q yeah. in the Banzai. I know. Q in the Banzai. Oh, man. So good, dude. Man. Oh, that's where they put it. I, I wouldn't have seen that. What? You no, know, like the, the DeLorean. Oh. It, was, it was so well hidden. I know, know right? <laughs> I got trees all over it. Yeah, like three branches on top but of it. But like, to be on. fair, I mean, how many people you think are traveling that road? Because there's no reason for anybody to be out there because there's no houses. So technically well, speaking, nobody would have seen the car. So. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't know where it's located in the Hill Valley. It, it could be, you know, like a small road or something. Yeah. I finally invented something that works. Bet your ass. I love that. See, and that's a line that it kind of goes over people's head, but he says it himself. You know, I finally invented something that works. So you got to imagine that Doc has gone through many, many inventions that have failed. Yep. And I'll bring it up again later. We got to get you home. All right, Doc. I love this. (laughs) You see in the background his blueprint for the hat. Uh, the uh, uh, head contraption he was wearing. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Look at my hair. Thank God I still got my hair. I wonder if Doc's played the saxophone. Radiation suit. Oh, it must be from the fallout. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course. I want to see a, uh, uh alternate movie where Doc is uh, friends with the, the dad from Blast from the Past. <laughs> <laughs> right? So good. This is it. I love how he's able to rewind to the exact moment in time he needs to go to. 
Oh yeah, it's it's bookmarked. You know those, yep. those JVC camcorders; they have that function. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kids will never get that anymore. No, like, why does it look like that? What was that snow on the screen? Yeah, Kids, why is it staticky? We used to have no cable after twelve. Like, oh, they they had no HD. What the hell is a gigawatt? I love how he starts talking to pictures. <laughs> yeah, it just tells you how off off his rocker is. Well, maybe maybe they're like pictures from Harry Potter where they actually move. We don't know. <laughs> it's a little plutonium. Yeah. <laughs> Every corner drugstore. Hard to come by. I would have been like, don't we have like Libyans driving around or something? <laughs> maybe stuck here. I love how he's like, is she pretty? Yeah. Like it matters, right? <laughs> no, it, it doesn't matter. Just like you know, when it doesn't Mario's matter, you're never going to see her again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now this is what I wanted to kind of um, bring up. You know, I mentioned earlier that there's a lot of great callbacks. Right. But the the you know this um, flyer, there's no reason for Marty to really still have it, right? I mean, a lot of times, okay, when you're walking around, somebody gives you a flyer. What do you do with it? Throw it away. But but no, I would have kept it because. Jennifer, oh, I love you, and hang it her phone number. So exactly. I would keep it because yeah, of that. Yeah, you'd keep it because of that. And why does she write on that? Well, well, she wrote on because her dad, Jennifer. You know, no, she she, she wrote that. That's her grandmother's, right? She's going to her grandmother's house. I mean, a lot of thought went into that, right? Right. Okay, let's oh, have her go right. to her grandmother's house so she can write the phone number, and that's going to make house. him want to keep this paper. Got it, got it. Yeah, Makes and then now, now he'll have it in the past. Because, yeah, if, if she all she wrote was, I love you, mm, maybe it'd be a weird thing, to a reason to have, for him to still have that with him, you know? It's true. So it, it's just the detail in that storytelling is, is what I appreciate. I hear you. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, it's like, well, I changed my number. Let me give you the new one. They're like, the no, you're going to your grandmother's house. Write the number on this paper. That's going to be, you know, a reason yeah. for him to want to keep that. This whole series, I mean, this is probably the reason why Back to the Future trilogy is is top, top, not top one, top two, or top three. And and most people's, you know, you say, what's your favorite trilogy of all time? Back to the Future is going to be in in everybody's top three, at least the people I come across. You know, for me, it's number two. Most people, it's number one, number three. You know, behind Star Wars or whatever, but. You know, because it's such solid writing, excellent characters. I mean, there's, it's practically flawless. This whole trilogy. So it's yeah, cool. and and I'm one of the few that don't consider this an actual trilogy. I consider it the Back to the Future saga, because this is one of the very it's, rare times that it is actually called, um, like the movie title, Back to the Future Part One, Part Two, Part Three. Right. It's, one, it's it, one movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, like it would be Back to the Future One, Back to the Future Two, Back to the Future Three. But even in the title cards, you know, the 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 graphics, they have the word part in there. So that's why I, you know, joke and say that, oh yeah, it's just one big saga. Yeah. Like me, the Dark Knight trilogy is one big movie. You know, that's how I always say it. Um, but hey, Kenneth. But I mean, this is oh yeah, right, Kenneth. Yeah, there's a lot of people uh, that are going to be in this from prior movies, like summer school and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, and Kenneth is from Can't Buy Me Love. Can't Buy Me Love, and also The Burbs and uh, a couple other movies. So you know, it'd be funny if I, I know this is a different uh, decade, but it'd be funny if like Bobby from um, Heavenly Kid was walking by and kicks, <laughs> That'd be kicks awesome. George in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
hit me with the car. Now it finally hits me after two days. Oh, hey, look, a staff member, at least I think it is. Oh, there's a teacher. Uh, yeah, yeah, some old people. There you go. I've never noticed that before, obviously. But, yeah, it, we saw, you know, um, Strickland. Yeah, I, I like watching movies after you watch them a couple hundred times just to watch the background. Don't even pay attention to the foreground. Yeah. Look at Doc. He's just like, he's like, what the hell? No, no, nobody questions, like, who's this old man walking yeah. around? Yeah, the security back the in the fedora. 50s. Yeah. Calvin. You know that uh, that popular meme of uh, Homer Simpson? He's he's wearing, like, a shirt. It, it, a lot of times I see it is usually basketball-related, and, like, Homer's wearing a, um, like, a T-shirt of a team. And then the next image is of him, like, going into the bushes, coming out with, like, another team's shirt. Yeah. They, I feel like that's how George is uh, sometimes in these disappearing acts that he does. I know, like, right? He, he just walked off just now. And he did it and, so smooth, like, oh, yeah. look, look, look on the ceiling. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Cause, yeah, because that's the first time he does it, and he does it two more times. Yeah, it's so good, dude. I mean, you're right. This is this is the George, you know, character George's arc. George's arc, yeah. yeah. I love that. What? I always laugh at that. This is heavy. Wade has nothing to do with it. Yeah. I love, and I love how they pay this off in part three when they change each other's line. That's what I, that's, that's the ultimate payoff. You know, they use each other's, you know, catchphrase. You, just, you're talking about the whole, um, this uh, is heavy, great, or he goes, great Scott. Oh, oh, oh and then, that. Okay. And then talks like, this is heavy when Marty finds out that, you know, yeah, in part three, but we'll talk about that later. Kiss for the first time. I love it. What do your parents like to do together? Nothing, <laughs> which is true. How many people See, know uh, what their parents do? Just know? stick to your father like glue. I love this. When you're talking to your dad, you find out how adventurous or how creative he is. You're like, what the hell? I had no idea you were creative. I mean, you how see, cool would that be? You know, three three D's got his foot on the table. Yeah, <laughs> just, just kick him back. Science fiction um, stories. Uh. Oh, geez, I forgot what I was going to say. It was the previous scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was a, a kid and when uh, Doc says, oh, stick to your father like glue. Right. Again, no subtitles back in the day, right? I thought he said stick to your father like Lou. And I was thinking, <laughs> what's the guy from the cafe got anything to do with it? <laughs> that's awesome. So that's why I always knew like his name was Lou because of that line. I was like, what, what does he have to do anything with it? And then like, later on with the DVD and subtitles, I was like, he says stick, stick to your father like glue. Or at least I think when I started to understand the expression, that's when I figured it out. Right. What, what's he got to do with the tea in China, right? Exactly. Yeah. I love it. She really likes it. I love how he says Biff because he doesn't say Biff. He says Biff. Like, yeah. Or like Biff. He's like with the T, like a T yeah. sound. I love it. But it's cool, man. You know, you're just like, you realize that I like how it, the, this pays off, this cafeteria scene, because the book he writes is the book he's working on at the end. And the picture he uses is the one that Marty will be in his suit when he comes and, you know, threatens him and stuff. I just, I yeah. love how everything pays off in this movie. There's not one scene that doesn't pay off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, George really likes his uh, uh, chocolate milk. See, he's got two glasses right there. Yeah. Later on, he asks for it again at the cafe. Boom. You just don't know it yet. Get your meat. Hey, where's Billy Zane? I know, right? I love... My favorite part is the guy who throws the paper airplane in the background. The cackle. Yeah, when Strickland's there and his laugh, yeah, that cackle is so (laughs) amazing. It sounds like a gremlin. That's why I love it so much. 
Look at, <laughs> look at Strickland's face. Like, what are you going to do now, Tannen? Because you're new here. New here. Uh, Is he, the though? Cuts break. <laughs> Today. Like, how, do, how does, like, nobody's like, oh, yeah, he's in my class. Like, who is this okay. kid? Like, I don't see him in anybody's all right, class. All right, hold on. Shh, wait, here he is. Hold on. <laughs> oh, boy it's laugh. so good, dude. I the love subtitle that. says boy laughing. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Marty's right. like, come here, bitch. Stop. <laughs> Get over here. Get uh, over here. Let's see if uh, look at this house, man. This is a gorgeous house, dude. Yeah, you're right. It's different. Yeah, the house he was in front of earlier was all um like dark brown. Yeah, it was one story too. This is two stories. Yeah. Ready, rain out to the dance, and not you or anybody on else planet make me change my mind. I I think it was funny earlier in the cafeteria. Marty's like, yeah, Lorraine wants you to ask her. He's like, right. what right now? <laughs> what, if, what if what if she says no? Like, well, if she told you to go ask her, why would she say no? Right. I like looking at the stuff like what he's reading. Yeah. Fantastic uh, story. This is awesome, man. Th- think about it. our music, man. We play some heavy metal, you know, hard rock in the fifties. Some people would be like. They would have no idea what that is. So this is brilliant, man. Using it, it'd be funny if um, that was actually dubstep. You know how hard that'd be to listen to. Oh my gosh, I like <laughs> I do like the deleted scene of him trying to get all this stuff together and him like, oh, I'm gonna use this blow dryer as my gun. You know, I do love I, that. Yeah, I, I like the part they cut out is where um, George like leans over and he tries to touch the the blow dryer. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mario like hits his hand away. How many? How much money do they have to pay in order to say, Darth Vader, and Planet Falcon? You know, it's like how much copy yeah. did you have to pay? I, I don't know, but I mean, if you really listen to it, it sounds like um, it doesn't even sound like he says Vader. It's like Vader. You know, he just says it a little bit weird. So I, I wonder if, you know what I mean? If, if maybe it was okay that way. Yeah. I, I I know. I mean, subtitles and everybody knows. You know, he means Darth Vader, but he says Vader. Right. Hey, guess nineteen cents. Woohoo. Look at that. You don't have bottle openers at the gas station like that anymore. Yeah, you know, everybody bitches that we don't have hoverboards and flying cars, but people, we don't have to pay $50 for a Pepsi, all right? So calm yeah. down. Well, well, we, there's hoverboards. They just don't fly. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and and if they do, they're not, like, small and, and, you know, you can carry them around. You know, they're probably, like, really big and stuff. Because I've seen some of those concepts that people are trying to build and stuff. Yeah, I like how sure, George. Jesus, I, I, right? I can't believe I was even born. I like how he doesn't want to touch his hair. He's like, "I need you to fix your hair, but I don't want to touch it, so you need to take care of it." Yeah. And I like how his like his shirt is like all out of his pants. It's like, dude, fix yourself. What, what are you doing, George? I'm writing stuff down. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like he's how like, he's got the like, pad with him all the time. He's like, I don't want to touch your hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fix that right there. Yeah, and his his shirt's still jacked up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here he goes. He's gonna ask. Uh, you know, he's gonna ask for some chocolate milk. Oh, here. now he fixes it. There you go. You, have you seen? Have you seen the blooper of this? No. Um, they 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 redo the uh the chocolate milk scene because oh, he, um, he keeps he, he missing keeps, it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. He keeps yeah, missing. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. But it, it's funny because there's there's really no music in the background, so all these people are dancing to like nothing. <laughs> that, that's how it is in movies. If you watch, right, right. Uh, I did ten. I watched ten things I hate about you yesterday because I love that movie. And the dance scene at the end where Gorson, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt punches the, or gets punched in the face. There's no music at the prom, 
So right. like that's how pretty much all movies are now. Yeah, yeah, they they add that in post, but yeah. I, it's so funny to see them like reacting to like nothing. So I'm your density. Woo! Wait who, a minute. Who, who bounces as they eat a sandwich? You see the guy behind them? What is he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's dancing in music, dude. I know, but he was just like eating a sandwich too. He, yeah, he took a really big bite. I just thought it was weird. I do it. Cause I, cause when you cool, the sun shines on you twenty four hours a day, and you gotta dance all the time. Woo-hoo. Look, look at her friend. Like, what the hell did you say? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I love Marty's face when he realizes how tall Biff really is. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. And th- again, this is a scene that we'll get in all three movies. This is uh, this the second. Yeah. Can, oh. uh, again, can you imagine the um, you know, skinhead being Biff? I know, right? He's like, ooh. I like how his eyebrows just go up. He's like, damn. All right. Everybody falls for this in all three movies because everybody's an idiot. Bam. I mean, Griff doesn't fall for it, but the guys do at the dance. He's like, guys, what's that? And he well, uh, Griff does fall for it, but I want to I want to say like his bionic arms, just the reflexes were so fast. Oh, okay, I got you. He broke it. Oh man, how many kids tried this, man? I think this is their only worry that they had making this movie is kids trying to attach themselves to cars and stuff on skateboards. Yeah. But I was not a very good skateboarder, so. It's cool that those shoes, they, they're still around. I know, man. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Never left. This is done so well. You know how I have complaints about seeing stuntmen? I don't ever mm-hmm. have that problem with this movie, so it's awesome. Like, like this crash coming up when he runs into people? Right. See, when I was younger, you know how all those sparks came out of the uh, yeah the skateboard, and then that turn on the truck just a moment ago, I was like, wait, how is that even possible if the, if the ground is wet? <laughs> you, you notice that the, uh, the the roads are wet. Yeah. Yeah. It really looks like Michael J. Fox literally goes and jumps over. You know, like in a in a, in a minute here when he's gonna go inside the car and land on the skateboard, it really looks like he does that. You know, so good. Yeah, that's that was totally not him, but that was good editing. I know. There's Billy Zane, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Titanic douchebag. Woo-hoo. He must have been in detention earlier during lunch. I yeah. know. <laughs> I'm gonna ram him, dude. Oh, so good, man. Do 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 do. Bam! You gotta mess up a nice, beautiful car. Ugh. Now let's think about this. Three hundred bucks to fix the car, right? Gas yep. is 19 cents. So if this is $300, we're talking today, that's like two or $3,000 to fix that right. car. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't know Biff more. had that money, that kind of money, man. Maybe he steals people's lunch money. Yeah. Thanks a lot, kid. And uh, the roll-up pants, they're back in style again. Hell yeah. Do you do that? Uh, Yeah, my pants are rolled right now. Because I wear pants when I podcast. Yep, there goes George. Yep, good man. He's like, oh, there she goes. She's going off about she's Calvin. Talking, she's talking about Calvin Klein again. Yep, that's, that's the second time he's disappeared. He disappears like Batman. Mm-hmm. Maybe George McFly grows up to be Batman. No. He could be, you know. Run for him, Marty. I don't know how, but they found me. I can't imagine Doc getting to this point in the film and not continue on you know what i mean he's been watching this entire thing yeah no i mean he obviously realizes he's he's dying you know which is another reason why 
this scene pays off because it's another reason why he puts the letter back together at the end of the movie because right. of, because of this video here and everything Marty's been saying to him. And since Marty successfully went back to 1985, he he knew that putting the letter together would pretty much confirm that he died and to prepare himself. So. Yeah, I love the little toolbox right there and the cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Those are awesome. I, I, I want to make my own little courthouse square or whatever. His his best facial expression comes in a little bit when the car gets set on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's his best facial expression. Directly into the flux capacitor. So good. I can't wait to talk about my favorite Doc Brown mistake that he makes, which is beneficial to Marty. Is it coming up? No, it's oh. it's further in the film. Okay. We kind of talked about it yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. 21 gigawatts. And sending you back home to 1905. He's just like, okay, it sounds easy enough. <laughs> How many kids tried this at home? Killed themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's that saxophone that never gets used, but he's at right. the end of the movie. Maybe he was part of the uh, the Starlighters. It's true. Do Do you know the only Earth Angel song that I listen to is from this soundtrack? I won't listen to any other version. Really, I like the original. Yeah, the original is cool, but I like this version better. And yeah. and Johnny Be Good, of course, as you know, halfway through gets screwed up, but on the soundtrack you get the whole version, which right. is, which is the amazing. So. Because my wife's like, oh, well, this, you know, it, Johnny Be Good gets ruined. Boom, right into the porno theater. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <so good>. Crazy <laughs> drunk driver. Yeah, right. <laughs> and see, Doc, that's why your mansion burned down because you wasted your fire extinguisher. Right yep, here. there you go. It all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> Though I, I, I don't know why there would be a fire in his mansion you know was he building in there it's because he, he clearly lives in that garage now you know in yeah 1985 probably sold off the other land for more but, money i mean as, as we know by the end of this story doc probably won't ever have that happen because he has a family now so that that probably will never happen because of how things have changed yeah so this is awesome every every look that doc brown gives him throughout this whole conversation he's just like this is disgusting. Look at him. Hey, the, this is your mom? Hey, look baby. At her. Hey, look at her. Hey, baby. <laughs> you, uh, you're over 18? <laughs> I, I, I like her hair, man. That that crazy weave, like, right above her eye. So good, dude. Oh, yeah. He's like, huh? I don't get it. What? Oh, look at it. He's like, oh, my God. She's hot. She's <laughs> like, hot. So you, you don't want her, right? Is that what you said? Because, <laughs> you know, it's your mom. <laughs> I'm in love with Marty's mom. Why why do you think he's hiding behind the vehicle? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so bad. We should should make a song. I'm in love with Marty's mom. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Marty's mom. It's got it going on. Yep. He's all cute and all, but not. (laughs) (laughs) But not. Oh, it's so good. I never caught that. Like, first couple times I saw it where she's like, he's cute and all, but not. Yeah, she's tr- she's trying to be nice, but then she's like, but he's really not. And then he puts his his elbow on Doc, and Doc's just like, "Dude, what? you're you're you got this is your problem. You deal with it." It's like, what are you gonna say now, Slick? Uh-huh. 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 
how is she going to go to the dance with her when she's going to the dance with you? <laughs> he gives him that look like you're an idiot. <laughs> so What's good. in that duffel bag? Dirty laundry? I know, right? Dad, dad, daddy yo. You're not, and, picking, and you're not I'll, picking a fight, Dad. I'll tell you what. I've carried duffel bags that size with a bunch of clothes in it. It, it, it. Marty's holding it way too easily with one hand. You know, yeah. that's there's got to be a bunch of pillows in there. Yeah. And you're gonna be at the car with her. You mean you're gonna go touch her on her? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is she gonna get angry with you? Take advantage of him. Oh. Oh my God! Touch gonna, runner. <laughs> you know what's so funny is uh, you can't even my see. my grandmother who's not born in this country. I didn't when I was a little kid. I was watching this with her. I didn't yeah. know how much English she understood, but um, I remember her giggling to that line. She was like, "Oh, you know, in in our language, she was like um, talking about like, oh, he says it and brings up the broad too." I was just like, "Oh, she totally understood that." <laughs> Damn, Anne's offer. Do you really think I should swear? <laughs> Look at his body posture. I mean, I just, love that. Yeah, it's just awkward. He's, he's, <laughs> I love that look, that posture, because he's just like he's really thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I, I liked how he was pointing and like hunched, yeah. and I don't know, it was just really awkward looking. Yes, damn it, George, swear. I wish I wasn't so scared. You can slowly see the confidence building him. You know what I mean? He's mm. he's much different than he was at the house when Biff was picking on him. You know what I mean? Like his yeah. po- his posture. I mean, granted, this is way this is earlier than that scene happens, but I'm just saying that even the first time you saw him in 1955, his posture is getting more tight, and you're slowly starting to see him become more confident. You know? Yeah. Uh, try to keep an eye in the background. I don't know if it's this point, but there, there is somebody that rides by in a bike. Uh, and people like to say, oh, yeah, that's Doc from Part 2. Which, it, it doesn't look like anything like he, you know, the way he's dressed in Part 2 when he rides on the bike. Yeah. But there is a bicyclist, which is kind of neat, you know, and it's kind of fun to think that maybe that that is him and let's be honest they clearly not they never had any intention of making a sequel the ending is is a joke that was a pure joke and there was never any any future for part two and three so the fact that they pulled off the sequels that they did like it was planned right there there. that guy right there yeah yeah Yeah, not even close to doc brown yeah not even close but but i remember reading that and it was just a fun tidbit you know just it'd be fun to imagine that they you know, like in part two, they they saw that and like, hey, let's put Doc on a on, on a bike, and then have him meet his you know other self. Right, exactly. Bye, terrorist. Man, he's got to use that kind of ink. Those are cool pens, though, man. I dig it. I can't have that in the house with the kids. <laughs> it it wouldn't last long. It'd be all over my walls. I love the score, man. We haven't talked about the score. I mean, this has got to be one of the greatest scores in movie history, don't, don't you think? Uh, yeah, it's up there with the Predator. With the Predator? <laughs> well, Get to the chopper! You no, know, remember when you and Jameson reviewed it and I, I wrote in about how oh, it, okay. it, it's the same composer and a lot of the music is very similar to um, to the Back to the Future uh, score. Gotcha. Yeah. But no, it is. I, I own all three on D, uh, on CD. Yeah, I like to listen to them just randomly. 
good. I do too. I, you saw my my little video I made of um with the flux capacitor. Yeah, I was yeah. driving and I I had the song playing in the background on <laughs> on my stereo. I know that was awesome. Oh hey look, this is a uh, um Randy Watson's uh dad. <laughs> <laughs> So this is pre-sexual chocolate. <laughs> right, exactly. This is where sexual chocolate got Happens, the idea. Yeah. 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 He got he got birth backstage. Yeah. <laughs> One of these girls is the lucky woman. <laughs> <laughs> Look at George, man. He's a pimp. Look, got that look awesome moves, suit. Man. Look at those moves. Man. He's, he, 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 moves. he created the chicken dance. Yeah, he's moving like Jagger, man. Heck yeah. Oh man. This has got to be the most awkward scene of the movie and probably the funniest. The bloopers are the best when he drinks and there's actual real liquor in there and he spits right. it out. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. It is funny because I don't think he was even 21 yet. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. I love the park. What? Huh? Because I, I know she's, I think she was 23 in this movie and I know that he's a little bit younger than her. Yeah. And then I think George uh, or um, Crispin Glover is even younger than Michael J. Fox. I love her face. Look, look, look at her look, looking around. Yeah, no one's coming. Here we go. What? What are you doing? <laughs> Ooh, look at her face. <laughs> she she knows what alcohol is. Like, yeah, yeah. She's got it down, man. Yeah. Because you might regret it later in life. She's like, what? Marty, don't, don't be such a square. What? Am I going to be fat or something? <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Jeez, you smoke too? <laughs> I thought you were a nun. <laughs> Marty, I hate to tell you, but she's probably had a few guys by now. Mm-hmm. You're in virgin you're you're in uh not virgin territory, sir. We're gonna take a little break. Uh don't nobody go nowhere. <laughs> I love this guy. He's so awesome. You see the amp to the left, the yeah. Pepsi Cola boxes upside down. <laughs> Pepsi I, all over no, this place. Man. Look at George. He thinks the clock changes between one clock to the other. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, oh my oh, god, it's the oh, same no. time. Oh my it's god, nine. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Obviously, the the scene was a lot longer, where he runs into the hallway to use a phone booth to call the operator to verify the time. Dude, he and, stares at her boobs the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if he's staring at it. I think he's like really just trying to avoid looking at it. Cause it's just <laughs> like, yeah, see, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> he's like, hey, baby, <laughs> mom, can I just cover your face with a sack real quick? Yeah. Uh, Paper sack. No, um, why George is late is because while he's on the phone uh, in the phone booth, um, the guy who plays uh, uh, Kenneth, you know, from yeah, 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 he comes and locks George up in the phone booth, and that's why he comes late. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, this is fantastic, man. Which part? No, right here, right here. <laughs> Just the look on their faces is fantastic, oh, okay. man. It's brilliant. So good, dude. You could not have done this any better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. She can't even talk. It's like I'm kissing my brother. Look at that face. She's just so disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, man. It's just gross. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, just yeah. like that. You're going to remember in 30 years. <laughs> ah, I, I don't know. You cost me 300 bucks damage my car, you son of a bitch. I'm going to take it out of your ass. I love that yeah. line. It's so good. I know it's 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 a crazy it, line, man. It is, but you're scared. I mean, this yeah, is yeah. really like where he would kill him, you know. And then you find out Biff, Biff's a rapist. You're like, wow, his statue really just took a whole new uh, 
whole new dive, you know? Yeah. And this, this is all Marty's fault. This ain't no peep show. It's true. But yeah, if he wasn't there, this wouldn't have happened. But thanks to Marty, he actually has uh, amazing parents now. Yeah. So he and, he fixed know, his family life, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't know who Dave's dad really is yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's for messing up my hair. This is awesome. You're doing my car. Hey, beat it, Spook. This don't concern you. Who you calling Spook? The, hey, check out the, you see the Pepsi can right there yeah, in yeah, that yeah. back? Of yeah. this? I love it. He's like, who you calling Spook, Pecker Wood? I love this guy right here. That guy's awesome. He's just Which like. One, the, 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 the muscle? Yeah, the muscle. He's so yeah. awesome. The, so, the saxophone player, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. that's jamming the Johnny. He's the first guy to jam the Johnny Be Good. I love that guy. He's so awesome. Hey, the keys are in here. Say that again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh man, I love you. See, these guys. You see how Marvin's got that that line in his hair? I mean, that's back too, except for yeah. it's more of a hard line. I love George. He's like, whew. Oh man, just in time. They they still getting it on. Time to go to work. <laughs> At least he's got his hair all pimped out, suit all. Hey you, get your damn hands off. Oh, you know this. Crap. Watching this again makes me appreciate like you know how hard. Um, the hard work they put into part two because when george was walking up to the car you see the stairway from part two where um biff was reading ooh la la yep. and already jumps behind him yep so that was there when i watched part two last night i kept all of this in my mind and there was mm-hmm. only two shots that were off from the original where like because marty he doesn't bump into the blonde chick after uh you know he realizes he's got to get back in Mm-hmm. But plus they had a new they had another guy playing George McFly and they did a fantastic job of covering up his face in, in all those scenes. So I paid really close attention to that. So we'll, obviously we'll talk about it when we get to it uh, next. Yeah. Time. But yeah, it's fantastic. So I mean, they, they do such a great job. My friend recently watched part two and he hadn't seen it in so long. He said it was almost like a brand new movie to him. And he even asked me, he's like, did did they use footage from the first movie or reshot it? Go, They reshot that. Yeah. So he couldn't even tell. Now this part is is they pulled from in part two they threw in. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> so how many people can you know outside of Rocky can knock your ass out with a left hook? Bam. Yeah, yeah, George is one of them. Bam, so good, dude. Oof. And that moment changes everything. But here's the thing, though. The only thing that'll be off in part two is that you know this is the last time we see Biff, but Biff has a whole new adventure he's gonna go through with uh, Calvin Klein. You know, yeah. and, and will he still become George McFly's servant? And I think I, I, I don't think anything Marty does in part two changes the original outcome of the end of this one. So did you steal his wallet? <laughs> <laughs> he says it like seven times. I'm like, yeah. shut up, dude. You're I think the, he just stole his wallet. You're the only annoying character in this movie. Get out of here. This is awesome. I love the score. It's like, there we go, man. The the birth of the now what I love the best is like right here when he bumps into these two. He doesn't do it in part two, but what I love is the fact of as long as those two are together, Marty stays intact. It's the moment they're separated is when he starts to, you know, starts to fail. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I love. The storm. And what's brilliant about the storm, we'll get to it, is how it ends miraculously at 10.04. See, now, the way he says that, it makes me think that he was not anticipating the storm. Therefore, it's going to throw off his calculations a little bit because he tells Marty, you know, that he took everything into account. All these, you know, the wind factor and all uh-huh. these things. Yeah. So now him 
looking at the time, noticing that the storm is really coming. Because earlier, too, like, uh, I think um, uh, Doc did ask him, like, are you sure about the storm? And then Marty says something about the weatherman. Yeah, we'll, you know, so. we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to that. Yeah, scene. yeah. But it's, it's, it's an yeah, amazing scene. So, yeah, Turn I love lights. this version, man. It's so good, man. This guy's voice is great. So there you go. So technically, Marty is disappearing in the picture, but his parents are together. So he's all good. And here comes douchebag. He was Kenneth, such a you jerk. Kenneth was such an amazing guy. I, I stuck up for you in my review of Can't Buy Me Love, and here you go destroying the parents. Maybe Marty's this is flat. um, this is his dad. <laughs> True. <laughs> this it's is his dad, dad <laughs> Kenneth Senior. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Because um, Camp Bellamy Love was in California too, right? Right. So maybe his dad moves to Hill Valley. <laughs> it, it all has its connections, folks. And then, yeah. Oh, see, in the third time, George <laughs> walks off. Man, I remember the stupid video game. I hated this game on Nintendo where you'd always disappear. You had yeah. to bring oh, yourself yeah. back. Oh, man, that's the worst. The Nintendo, video. yeah. The Karate um, Kid and Back to the Future were the worst video games I've ever played in my entire life. They're Because we, they're the hardest, so. We never really talked about the picture being like the the ticking time clock, you know, that everything needs to be done prior to him right. disappearing. But how funny would it be if we got to see the picture completely, you know, with Marty out of it? Now it's just a picture of just a background. Like who takes pictures of just a, <laughs> right. just a background? Now he has his hand back. Woo! So good. This this part actually always gives me chills. The moment they kiss and the way the score oh, yeah. hits, I always get chills every time I see this. You know, right here, you know, it's like now George McFly is going to become the guy we see at the end of the movie. So, so. you know, the the, the score, um, we, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but it's so epic. I mean, if you think about it, this movie is like a comedy romance with a little bit of, you know, science in it. Yeah. It's not a very epic movie. You no. know, like like the score, you know, the score is very reminiscent of like John Williams, Star Wars and, you know, those epic type movies. Right. Yeah, exactly. The big battles like all, all this has is like a couple car chase scenes, you know, but the music, man, it, it makes this movie well, yeah. and without this epic score and, and, and the music. It I don't think it would have been as big. I agree. I mean, all right. The future, man, is up there. The theme. Uh, this is uh, this is an only but I love how he says but well, yeah, because he's like, well, it's not an oldie for them because like the the sound of it, it sounds fresh. Oh, you know what I mean? So here we go, man. This is my favorite part of the movie. Oh, I want I want to see a deleted scene where somebody's like, man, that doesn't sound like an oldie at all. I mean, that sounds like. Here goes my brother. Thinking. He's gonna be jamming. Do 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 do. There he is. Look at his face, man. He's getting he's into like, it. He's getting into it. He's like, this is your guy. He's yeah. like, this, this is it, man. This is it. Woo. Now, this, this is my I always jam. thought Michael J. Fox sung this song. Because it's actually listed on the soundtrack as Marty McFly. But right. if you watch Light of Day, Michael J. Fox actually sings in that movie. And it actually sounds like Michael J. Fox. And this guy sounds really close to Michael J. Fox. But Michael J. Fox has a deeper voice when he sings. So it's yeah. not him singing. But it's close enough. But it is okay. him playing the guitar, though. That is all him. So. Look at all this. Synchronized dancing. Oh, hey. Summer school. Woohoo! Yeah. It's uh, Chainsaw's Boy. Do, 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 do. What, what is that move right there? You know, you, you're on the ground snapping. Yeah. Now, in part two, they changed this arrangement up a little bit. And I was like, why did they do that? But then I realized it's because of uh, that scene that happened on the dance floor when they're talking. Like right here, he changes the arrangement up. But it's because of this scene right here. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. It, mm. 
But we'll talk about that later. Marvin Berry, you know that new sound you're looking for. Listen to this. So good. So up in, at this point, this all stays on the soundtrack. It's like right after this. Yeah, there's even like a like another verse. Yeah, in, in the yeah, original. there's another verse, and then yeah. right here it goes back to the song and on the soundtrack, and then it goes another verse, right. and then it ends. So this right. is where it changes up in the movie. So, so for those that don't know, all the different things he does is um, uh, one of the guys from ACDC. He, d- he imitates that. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, really? Thank you. Yeah. I was always um, like, what is he trying to play? Yeah, it's not play. It's like some of the things that they do, and the the, the little <laughs> his face. The, li- the little hop and kick that he does. That's yeah. a Chuck Berry thing. Yep. Um, the thing on the ground. I think it was a guy from ACDC. I love Strickland's face. Eddie Van Halen. So he, yeah, he's got a little mix of all of those guys in here. Marty's always got to take it too far, man. Always got. And, and Strickland's the uh, the one chaperone at the at the dance. <laughs> Look at those faces. So good. They just never seen a guy act like that. <laughs> Ready for that yet? But your kids are gonna love it. They sure do, son. They sure do. Now this is different arrangement in part two. Right. That was very interesting. She stutters the word music in part two, but that's okay. And and well, uh, Jerry Wiseman, no, Jeffrey Wiseman, who plays George in the second one, also says it a little bit differently. You know, um. Uh, hey, oh wait, no, no. When when he picks Lorraine up, what, what's that line? Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it says it a little bit weirder in part two. I love this right here, this whole, uh, you know, if you ever have kids story. How many people want to go back and tell their parents, like, you know, forgive me for what is going to happen to me? You know, that's awesome. They're not going to remember Marty. <laughs> it's funny, though. I, I get it. You know, I, I there's a lot of moments in this movie where Marty does something like this, where it, it just kind of makes people like scratch their head. I think it would have been kind of funny if, like, yeah, every time this happens, they they'd have a line saying, "He's so weird," you know, something like that. Like, uh, you know, with um, dinner with the Baines, you know, the, the whole <laughs> thing with the dad. You know, like Man, that kid's so weird. Yeah, you know, there's no. so many moments to get through that in. But but I love that scene though. It, it's one of my favorites. It, yeah, it, it gives me you know gives me joy inside you know our butterflies whatever it's just i don't know it's i just the the music everything set up is awesome damn damn uh, lorraine was just saying how marty's such a nice name yeah. so it's so nice they wait for their third kid to name him marty I know, right <laughs> george must have been like um you know what i kind of like dave better let's go with dave <laughs> and then like the next boy she's like you know what? i really like that name marty <laughs> and he's like fine let's go with marty <laughs> such a pushover but uh, yeah, so Doc starts with like three Ever. wristwatches, yep. and then ends up with a garage full of clocks. It's true. Let's set your destination time. So essentially, I kind of cut to it now. What you and I were talking about uh, is my favorite. My favorite thing is the fact of had had Marty gone when the alarm sounded off, he never would have made it back to the future. Because right. because that because the car died and turned on exactly at the moment of time it needed to for him to make it because he would have been too early he would have hit the wire it would have been too early and then the lightning bolt would have stroked so so doc this is the first time doc 
is wrong in his calculations throughout this right. movie. And I had mentioned earlier in the movie, Doc has, uh, he did say he finally invented something that works, but that's 30 years in the, in the future. So around this time, he's got, he still has a lot of failed projects and such. True. So it's, you know, that's where I apologize for this movie. Like, well, his calculations just wasn't correct. Yeah. Um, and it's just a coincidence that, that, you know, that that happens and it still works out. Yeah. But that kind of, that, that still kind of explains for Doc's part, at least, you know, well, you know, he, he did mention that a lot of things that he builds doesn't work out. So it's easy to kind of believe for me that that's why the calculation was off. And also what I mentioned about the, the weather thing, maybe he was just thrown off by the storm. Now with the storm coming, the wind so strong, you know, it was, you know, kind of uh, compensate for the vehicle a little bit, you know. Um, and that's why when Marty takes off, you know, after the clock goes off, maybe he goes even faster instead of i don't know what he was told i mean i don't think doc said to accelerate at a certain speed for x amount of time right right maybe he just stabs it so but but you know to be fair though i mean this the first time you're watching this movie and that scene happens it's you're on the edge of your seat man you are like you're like if you're in the theater you're like your tiptoes are just, you know, your feet are just going crazy, you know, because the oh my god, the car just died and stuff. I mean, this is a fantastic, fantastic just scene, it's, man. Yeah, it's to build tension. Yeah, know, it builds so much tension in that scene. So of course, multiple viewings, you think about this stuff, but the first time you're watching oh, this, yeah. you don't ever think, oh, Doc was off in his calculations. You're like, oh my god, Marty's screwed because the alarm just went off. You know, it builds so much tension, and that tension's still there. Hundred times later, watching this movie, you still kind of get like, wow, you know, that's just that's insane, you know. So I love it. It's awesome. I just, I like how Doc keeps going back and forth whether or not he wants to know about the future, like the whole video thing. It's true. You know, and then like uh, the the note, he rips it up but puts it in his pocket. Yeah, he just keeps going back and forth, and um, at least that's kind of consistent because you you don't know. I mean, and it doesn't sound like he knows whether or not he wants to know. And plus, he just proved it here. He's like, <laughs> see what happens, you know, because you're trying to tell me about the future. This crap happened, you know. So he's like, we need to we need to get this taken care of before I even think about the future. Yeah, because 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 just right before that the the rope broke. He didn't want to hear it, but nope. now Marty's like, I got to tell you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> You're just going to make it worse. Because <laughs> it's true. When he wants to hear the future, what happens? He almost falls off the clock tower. Right. About the future. What? It'd be, fu- it'd be funny if instead of panthers or whatever those things are, that it was like gargoyles from uh, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Joker's up there like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. You only got four minutes. No, it hasn't happened yet. This that's got to be so loud, dude. Oh, oh I love yeah. I love his face, man. So good. You only got four minutes. You only got four minutes. Now Please Marty's search. like, I love this slide. Woo! I did this once on my dad's car. I I scratched the hood and oh my god, I was dead oh, for boy. I was dead for a couple years. So. Like the blooper where he does that, but then gets caught like midway <laughs> on the hood. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm now a zombie. I've been resurrected. So. Look at that face. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna pull this off? How am I gonna <laughs> get to that? There's so many questions, and I only got three minutes left. So many questions. To build more tension, they should have made him scared of heights. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. 
But see, if he was afraid of heights, though, he wouldn't be able to do this because his fear would have really taken over him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, but that gives him a little bit more of an arc too to like overcome that. True. Bluebird Motel. I wonder if that's like a reference to anything. And that. I have this. I have the Back to the Future diecast model that comes with this cord. Yes. It's awesome. I love it. Damn it, Doc, why'd you have to tear up that letter? It's like, dude, you have a time machine. Shut up. Yeah. Well, you know, if if Marty was from 2015, he could have texted him. Like, <laughs> I need to tell you about the future. <laughs> and then Doc has like no choice but to read it. Because can you delete without opening? I think you can. No, no, um, I don't know. Let's if, not... this was, if this was modern time, that would be touchscreen keypad. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but I I am so thankful. I will never, ever, ever in my lifetime have to worry about a Back to the Future remake. Yeah, well, it... if if there is one, it's probably going to be directed by me. <laughs> right. You, you, can't, you can't direct, you can't remake, a, you know, can't remake perfection, folks, so. You know, um... Uh, I mean, I'll admit, I, I wouldn't mind somebody like, you know, like how Abrams is doing, um, he's doing like Star Wars and Star Trek. Like, I, li- I like the Star Trek movies he did. You know, say what you will about the second one. Uh, I'm not a diehard Trekkie, you know, that would get offended and what have you. But, um, he, I mean, he does some amazing stuff. And I think with the right consultants and stuff, you know, J.J. Abrams can do, probably do a really good remake. Yeah, but do you really want to remake no, I, mean, I don't. I know it. I know. Yeah, it doesn't take a. It won't take anything away from the remake, but I mean yeah. from the original. But just the fact of having a remake out there. I mean, it's it's cool to know that Back to the Future is a series that technically can't be touched. I mean, they've even come out and said that no, there's no way that they can remake this movie because we'll never give the permission to do it. You know. Right. I, ironically, it's a timeless classic, but uh, I mean, it, the movie is dated in some some. Well, uh, yeah. Moments, yeah, from the 80s, but uh, Velcro shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you know, I, as a kid, I always thought about, like, recast and what have you. Like, uh, I, I feel like in part one, Jennifer Parker could be literally anybody. There, she doesn't need to be a name, you know, not for what she, you know, very little she has. But uh, there was a time that I thought uh, um, Anton Yelchich, Anton Yelchin, yeah, from, uh, yeah, right. I, I, right. I, I thought he would have been a really good Marty McFly, and it was his. Um, I, love, I love that face. He's like, "Oh, I got it." Oh, yeah, I hear, oh, yeah. Look yeah, at yeah, his he, face. He was so relieved, like, <laughs> well, crap." He's like, "What could possibly be stopping this from going in?" That should have been a great Scott moment. So I don't know why he didn't ad lib that there. Oh man, this is so good, <laughs> dude. Because he finally gets it, and the sound he makes when it breaks at the bottom. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good. What is he? What if what if he dropped it <laughs> right now? Yeah, too? what if he dropped <laughs> if he had dropped that cord right there? Oh man, that's it. You just screwed everything up, dude. Do 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 do. Plug it in. What are you waiting for? <laughs> what are you waiting uh, for? He's like, I got one more minute. Don't don't push me. <laughs> I'm gonna make this minute count. There's the car. It's only going almost 80 miles an hour, and it still hasn't hit this road yet. Marty, if only you knew what Doc Brown was doing, you would be panicking. Yeah. <laughs> You're already well, panicking because you yeah, didn't he, Yeah, he'll, he'll see him, though. Yeah, he's like, Doc, this is awesome, though. So good, dude. Sliding down, bam. 
And this, now this my father, my yeah. father-in-law has been struck by lightning and he's lived. So I don't have any problem with him being struck by lightning and living because I've seen, you know, yeah, actually right. happen. Oh, and, well, and he's got gloves. That kind of helps. Yeah. Boom. 10.04 p.m. precise. Boom. So good. There's no way, no way in part two that they reshot this because it was so fantastic. I mean, I paid super close attention. And the only thing that looked like, I mean, it was flawless. The way Marty well, comes running around the corner. And it, there's this there's this pole that you're going to see in a second. And that must have been right there, that pole. When he mm-hmm. runs past it, that must have been when part two kicks in. So. Yeah, it it's there, there was no there's no reason to shoot it. I mean, only only this part. Yeah, that's that's when they shot it cuz that's when Marty runs back. But um prior to that, I mean, there's there's no new actors and there's no uh, different, you know, vantage points. So there's yeah, there's no point to reshoot up right, until Yeah, that would have Yeah, been, right here. This is the yeah, the reshot right That would have been the reshot right there, yeah. Cuz there's no cuz that ending was so perfect, you would not want to reshoot that. So, and then of course Marty comes running around. So. Yeah. Oh, so back to 1985, where it looks like the ledge is still broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ledge yeah. wasn't broken before. Nope. Like early on in the movie, ledge was intact, and yep. then now in this uh, 85. California raisins. You know this soundtrack. There's only certain songs I like. Like this song, I don't really like too much. This is uh, Eric Clapton, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I love this guy though. He's phenomenal. Crazy. I know, I, I know there's a um, there's a Theory. I don't know if you want to call it that. That that guy is the mayor from the '55. Oh. But but um, you know because Marty calls him Red. You know. Yeah. And, and I never understood like, why. Yeah, I, I think I read that that was uh, improvised by Michael J. Fox, and and people are like, oh, that's that's the mayor Red, whatever from '55. But that's 30 years ago. That that mayor from the 50s would be like 80 years old now you know yeah because he, he was like middle age in that one so right here you know obviously marty leaves the car behind and then later you know they drive back to his house so clearly doc came and fixed the delorean here i after. hope he locked the doors <laughs> yeah well he leaves the door wide open and he takes I know, off. Runs off so there's marty like oh my gosh there's no way i'm gonna make it there in time go scooby van go Libyans jump over red. Sorry, red. Red's like, what the hell is Isn't that? Isn't that Jennifer's dad's car on the right there? Could be. Yeah. I don't know. And dude, he, you could tell it was far away because he barely has any energy left. I mean, he was he was running. So Heck yeah. Well, you know, he only got there ten minutes early. So yeah, it's one thirty three uh, now. So yeah. it, it took him what? How many minutes to get there? Because we just I saw think, the clock. Yeah, it, I think he set it to one twenty four. Yeah. So it took so him that long minutes. to get there. So he was running hardcore for nine minutes. That's why he's out of, you know, then that's why he falls down the hill. Cause people are like, well, that's stupid. Why does he fall down the hill? If you were running for nine minutes, you would fall down the hill. You wouldn't want to freaking walk down the hill. So that's why he falls down the hill like that. Cause I, oh, oh, I always yeah. wondered that at first. Yeah. Out of energy. Yeah. But, um, you Boom. know, we see that the sign says Lone Pine Mall now. Yep. Um, and I read somewhere that if, if they wanted to be even more, mind blown what it should what should have been um what should have happened is marty gets there and it still says twin pine but right now you show the sign and now it says lone pine because now marty is going to the past you see what i'm saying yeah because because that hasn't changed yet right there's the bulletproof vest popping out 
So at what point does time catch up with itself? I have no idea because Marty went to it because what we find out in part two that, um, you know, the, the line skews because right now he's going to be living out that previous Marty's um, present. Right, exactly. You know, so I, that Marty that just left, we're going to see him in part two when this one goes back to 55. So, yeah, it, it's 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 definitely a um, mind twist. Yeah, mind twist, cross-eyed kind of thing. Like, yeah, if you think about it, it's just going to, you know. But there's some things you just got to let go, you know. Right. I mean, this movie is is uh, as perfect as you can get for a movie. So you just got to let it go, those little yeah. tiny things. Because, I mean, in, in most people's list, this is the number one time traveling movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't the first one, but this is the one that people, you know, make changes because of. Exactly. You know, so they they try to correct the mistakes. You know, uh, it, it made example, it the, like butter, it, butterfly effect. You know, stuff right, like that. Right. Exactly. It it made it the simplest version of time travel. You know, mm-hmm. about thirty years. I can't believe, man, it's thirty years. Yeah. Crazy, dude. I can't wait to see the Blu-ray of what this looks like, man. Oh, it's it's awesome. It. Oh my gosh, it's like I said, it, it looks like it was filmed this year. Wow, that's awesome. Re-entry. What is he talking about? When you get back, when you when you're taken off to go into the at eight yeah, miles yeah. per hour. Okay. When you when you arrive on the other end. Okay, I love this. It the car looks like it's going thirty miles an hour and just miraculously hit eighty eight. That's what I love. You no, know, I I don't I don't think that has a. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny if it shows like the front and it all it's all smashed up because Marty ran into the um to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Doc's like, what, what, what the hell am I going to do now? I can't travel like this. <laughs> he goes, opens the gate. There's a lock. What the hell? Oh, yeah. not yet. Sorry. It, it'd be funny if like the airbags deployed. And now like Doc can't can't travel in time. Like Marty ruined it for him. <laughs> oh, man. Now this, I mean, watching this for the first time, you know, you're just like, okay, probably a dream, right? And then you see all the changes that were made. And as an audience member watching it with Marty, you're just blown away of, of the changes that were made were for the better. You know, it's just crazy. He's there's got, that there's that picture of the you know Dave and him up on the wall. Yeah, luckily they bought the same house. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, and I know that's another thing too. People are like, well, if the the parents change, blah blah blah, why are they why are they still in that neighborhood? Well, that doesn't appear to be a bad neighborhood. No, nope. you know, not not until part two. Yeah, look. So at- you know, it's. Uh, I can imagine that, yeah, they, they'd still move into the same house. I mean, obviously, it's um, uh, decorated a little bit different. Yeah, it's more fancy inside now. I can't keep up with all your boyfriends. You didn't have boyfriends before, now you do. What the hell is this? Looks like Jimmy Olsen right there now. Yeah. In his suit. Where's his I'm his gonna camera go, must be next to him. I'm going to go to... Go, go take some pictures yeah, oh, of Superman. You see the the envelope, the Manila envelope yeah. behind him on the that that's supposed to be his uh his uh, demo tape that he's gonna mail out. Oh. Uh, I think in like an early script that he has come to terms and is like, you know what, I'm gonna send this in, and so that's what that is. Look at that, man. What'd you hit your head? Look at George, man. He is yeah. like a pimp, dude. He is like he, he's changed man. his persona. Like like yeah, he's completely different. He's like he knows that he's badass. And he's like, I got, I got an amazing house. I got an amazing family. You know, I mean, him and Lorraine are clearly still in love. You know, I mean, he just touched her ass, you know. So yeah. that's the stuff, you know, people still in love. They do all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to grab my wife's ass every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, mom? 
for two weeks. Look at that face. She hated Lorian, yeah. or she hated her first time. Wrecked. What do you mean wrecked? When the hell did this happen? Doesn't Dave look like uh, uh, Biff a little bit? <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love this. Biff is such a wuss now. Yeah, two coats of Max on this time, not just one. You know, it'd be funny to to see a scene where like Biff comes into work and then the secretary's like, uh, "The McFlies want you to go over there," and he's like, Ugh, "F me." <laughs> he's, he's like, "FML." <laughs> yeah, the the only f bomb in the in the whole movie. He's like, oh, "Gosh." Now I want to see like a uh, a movie where they recreate scenes that we don't get to see. You know, <laughs> like uh, for example. Um, Doc Brown and Marty driving out to where the DeLorean's hidden. Right. You know, what's going on in that car ride? Like, is Doc just like looking at Marty and you know what I mean? Are they yeah. talking? Look, Things like that. Right. Look at Biff's face. Why? Why is Biff can come? In, you know, Biff can come in the house now, but he's kind of. Oh, not only that, he knows Marty's name. Like, what? Why do you know their kids' names? Like, yeah. Do you associate with them at that level because they don't work together anymore. Right, but I mean, clearly, if Biff can just walk in the house like that, he, they have a relationship where you know it's cool. You know, you we have a respect level now. You know, but I'm They're cordial. Still, yeah. Yeah. Now, who parks their car like that in a <laughs> in a garage? It's like it's like slanted. Yeah. It's not even straight backed in. Now, the first time I saw Elizabeth's shoe pull the pull this scene off, I didn't like it. But everything she does in part two, I love. I don't. It's only this scene that I'm like, ugh. You we'll know. agree to disagree. I, I do not like her in part two at all. All right, um, fair enough. There, there, there's, a, there's a video on YouTube that you can find, the, the next-door neighbor right there, that house. Yeah. They're, they're filming from inside their kitchen. They're filming them filming the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I don't know if it's like this scene, but but it, it's like um, it wasn't the tapes weren't rolling or anything, but the cast was outside. You see the camera crew, but the family that owns that next door house, they were filming from inside their garage, just you know, like oh hey, look look what's going on next door, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That yeah, you can find that on YouTube. So Mister Fusion now doesn't need plutonium, just needs garbage. Yeah, and the car is not all frozen. Weird. Right. <laughs> A lot of lot of changes. This concerns her too. You know, um, the I didn't see the first one in th- in the theater when it came out. Obviously, I was like two when it came out. If that, um, I didn't get to see it in the theater until like I want to say oh six oh seven somewhere around there. Yeah, I was born uh, seventy nine, so I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I but lucky enough, man, this movie stands the test of time and it's so popular that the, certain movie theaters they'll still bring it back. Uh, so I actually saw this um, more recently back in uh, summer, uh, August 2013. I saw this in the movie theater again. Awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, because it, later editions would say to be continued. But since there was no plan for a sequel, that's why you just get that as a joke ending. Because they said they never would have had Jennifer in the car if they knew they were going to oh, make right. a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. And they went. They even went to the, uh, the, uh, the point uh, to make it a point in the second one. Like, well, why'd you bring her along, you know? And that, that's why they knock her out, because they, they didn't need her. 
but they had no other way to get rid of her. It's true, man. So we just did it, man. We just did the commentary track for Back to the Future 1, man. Dude, that was a fast two hours. It was, dude. It was super fast, man. I can't, I can't believe the movie is over. I feel like we, we should still like be trying to hook up George with Lorraine the, <laughs> at the school. <laughs> I feel like we should go back and do it again for the parts that we missed that we didn't yeah. talk about. You know? You're right. You're right. Yeah, because like we'll be talking about something and all of a sudden I'm like, ah, man, we missed a scene where there was a good line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. All right, sir. Um, We're not going to end right here because... Because uh, our our boy in the STL Nation, Dave Grohn, he uh, yeah, he found STL during the Rocky series when Jameis and I were, were doing Rocky Four, and nice. uh, and he's been a fan, loyal fan ever since. And but Back to the Future is his favorite franchise of all time. So he was one of the biggest ambassadors for for this episode. So I secretly told him on Facebook we were recording this. So he wrote in an email. It's his first time emailing in, sir. So really, yeah, first time well, ever I writing know, in. I think he's left you a review, right? Uh, he has left me iTunes review, but never yeah. actually wrote into the podcast. So really, Maybe, yeah. well, I, I guess he, he's just um, you know. Um, I see him on on the on the nation group page a lot. I, I just thought that like yeah maybe he's written in already. Yep. So cool. uh, right. we have a new member of the STL Nation, sir. Do we know what happens? Well, I'm not gonna have you do. I, I, I know <laughs> what happens. Yeah. Banzai, Daniel Sir. Hey, Banzai. 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 All right. Yeah. All right, sir. So, uh, so Dave wrote in. Here's what he had to say. Mike, first off, thanks for letting me know ahead of time that you were redoing my all-time favorite trilogy. I don't believe I have ever written into the podcast before, so this just seems like the right time. The 80s were an absolute goldmine for awesome trilogies. And while Indiana Jones and the Karate Kid are both legendary, Back to the Future is and will always be my all-time favorite. I only recall seeing it on HBO, taping it, and literally, and literally wearing out that tape. How many of us, I mean, did that multiple times with various movies? However, I did see part two in the theater and loved the previews for part three at the end. It it couldn't get here fast enough because it's true. That was with part two. um, You know, I love the fact that they threw the trailer of part three at the end because you were like, oh, my God, I got to wait six years to see a sequel. And you're like, no, we filmed it back to back, people. That's why it took so long. You know, that, that was awesome. I remember seeing that in the theater, too. I was just like, what? The Western? Cool. You know, and yeah, pretty excited about it. Uh, The biggest reason I love the first one in particular and all the movies in general is because my cousins and I loved it so much growing up. Every time we got together, we would marathon all three movies. To this day, my cousins can always count on me to give out some sort of Back to the Future related Christmas or birthday gift. A card game, a Wii game, model DeLoreans, all the way to Cafe 80s pint glasses and biff tannins pleasure paradise shot glasses uh this year fyi amazon is a gold mine for this stuff we love those movies so much that i'm 95 percent sure i could recite the whole thing in fact funny aside uh funny aside to close it out my greatest trivia pursuit achievement was as a result of back to the future the question who was ronald reagan's first wife somehow a light bulb went off in my head ronald reagan the actor who? Who's vice president? Jerry Lewis? I suppose Jane Wyman is the first lady. Boom. Jane, Jane Wyman it was. And I was I was legendary trivial pursuit dork with my friends. That's funny. Uh, thanks again for letting me know about this redo. And thanks in general for all the podcasts that you do. I've been a listener since the Rocky series. And while I'm still not all caught up, 
on past episodes and there are some movies you and or America's co-hosts have reviewed that I haven't seen. Nothing quite as alarming as Missing Indiana Jones until adulthood, mind you, uh, but there's still some. Uh, I'd, like to thank, I'd like to think I've made it through a good portion of the backlog. Take care, Dave Grohn. So thank you, Dave, so much for writing. I'm going to have to get you a nickname uh, since time traveling Peter, you know, uh, I can't give you time traveling Dave. So, and time traveling Peter just worked out for you since you always Dave. went from the past to email me in the future. Uh, I got one. Fun. What? You can call him Dave McFly. Dave McFly. Woohoo. Look at that. Yeah. Good. All right. So let's have Dave let us know after he hears this, if he likes his nickname, Dave McFly. I, I like that, sir. That's a good one, man. Good. Yeah. Time. That's a reference back to the feature and his name is Dave. So there you go. Marty's a uh, Marty's uh, brother or half brother, you know, Biff, Biff's uh, son. So funny enough, <laughs> the, the, the last episode, uh, you know, the year end episode, I said I wasn't doing any episodes in January cause I got a lot of studying to do for work, but worked out just for you and I to do this. Uh, cause you know, originally was going to do triple X roadhouse and then the diehard series. And then after that was going to do the back to the future series. But you know, I just figured that we'll do part two whenever we can get together. Uh, and then uh, part two will be the best though, because it, it's all about 2015. Uh, that's the biggest reason for doing this is because it's celebrating 2015, uh, and what, Back to the Future 2 got right, got wrong, and just redoing the series in general is just, you know, good times, man. So uh, the, the show is going to be, man, dude, um, four years old next month. Ooh, man. Crazy, crazy, dude. I actually have 202 episodes on the feed, even though, you know, because of all the undergrounds and everything else. So it's been a lot, been a lot to happen, man. And, yeah, your, your podcast about to uh, join the um, preschool. I know, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, so, sir, uh, I, I cannot wait to talk part two again. Um, I know you said you were going to give your rating for this one. Uh, what, what, what's your rating on this one? Well, let's see. This, I think this movie is pretty good. I've been um, kind of wrestling myself with, with uh, you know, between a five and a five. So I, I think <laughs> we'll go with a five. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great movie. It's, it's one of the, the, the perfect movies. I mean, I, I know people are going to be like, well, what about this part? But like, you know, I don't want to get into technicalities. That's what takes you out of it. But for the most part, you love the characters, you love all the callbacks and all those little Easter eggs, you know, in the movie. It's just, um, the, the soundtrack it's, I don't know, man, what else can you say about it? Um, like new people, you know, be, become uh, instant fans. Yeah, we, you know, I mean, with this. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're right. We, we could do another commentary, talk different things that we didn't talk before, and there would right. still be stuff that we missed. I know. I mean, the, the, uh, one thing, uh, while you were reading the email, I was just looking over the cast, and we completely, uh, you know, we didn't mention how Mr. Peabody, right? And uh, his son, they never mention it in the movie, but his son uh, in the credits, his name is Sherman. So that's like <laughs> a cartoon, you know, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Nice. Um, yeah, it, there's so many things. And like like I said, you know, we were talking uh, about certain things and then we'd miss something. So, yeah, we could easily do another one or two commentaries and still bring new information. Right, exactly. Well, I'm excited for the next time we get together, sir, and we do part two. Uh, we usually, uh, you know, 
uh, like one Sunday a month, we usually try to get together. So probably uh, sometime in February, we'll do part two. Um, you know, I can't wait to talk about why it's my favorite of the series. I know I'm in the minority on that because there's a lot of hate for part two. Uh, but I have my reasons for why I love part two more than part one. And it's the same. It's it, it's just as solid for me as part one. Part one's five stars. Part two's five stars. So I just yeah. like part two a little bit more than I like part one because of all the there's just so much that's going on in that movie. And, there, and it's just I watched it again last night. I watched one and two back to back. And I was like, yep, two's still my favorite. But I love one. Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen one the most, of course. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to talk next time. Uh, discuss Elizabeth Shoe. It'll be good times. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love all three. Uh, I give all three fives. I mean, like I said, I consider it just one big saga. Um, yeah, one big know. one big story. So yeah, be, because because like uh, a lot of sequels, sometimes there's time in between. And this I've told you before. Uh, certain sequels, there's time in between. For example, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's a little bit of time between uh, one and two, and then between two and three is an eight year gap. Yeah. Well, exactly. Back to the Future, they all lead into each other. There, there's no time missed at all. So that's why I just consider it one big saga. No, I I agree a hundred percent. I do. Um, well, sir, why don't you let the people know what you got planned for Hydrate Level Four? Uh, some of your, you know, plans and and all that good stuff. Okay. Well, uh, Phoenix has been really uh, busy with school and his, um, you know, after school activities. So it's been really tough to to get with him. Recently, we just released uh, an episode of Three Amigos. Um, I got with another podcaster, and he's going to be coming on to my show. Um, um, coming up here, and we are going to do the first four Police Academy movies. Smart choice, smart choice. Yeah, because those are, those are the only ones with Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, uh, and it, it goes to crap after four, so good idea. Uh, actually, four is kind of crap, too. Well, but, yeah, Citizens, but it's, it's, Citizens on Patrol is my favorite, so. Yeah. And I, but, that's uh, three, if I remember right. Uh, Citizens on, no, three, they go back to the Academy. Oh. Uh, one, they're the, at the academy. Two is their first assignment on the street. And then three, they go back. And I think that's when Zed actually joins the academy. Two was in three. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, that that's what's kind of coming up. Um, you know, just uh, going back to some of the movies I grew up with. You know, and, and you know, getting his thoughts on it. So I don't know if he's got any that he wants to do soon. But um, but yeah, that's it. But yeah, if anyone wants to check it out again, it's Hydrate Level Four. You know, we're on Facebook. Um, Twitter and Instagram are both at HLF Podcast and the email HLF Podcast at gmail.com. Heck yeah. And if you want to write in uh, for Back to the Future 2 emails uh, and you want to talk about part one, definitely be willing to read those. STL Podcast at gmail.com. Um, don't forget to, you know, join the nation if you haven't done so already. Just go on Facebook, type in the STL Nation. Um, and Go ahead, join the group. It'll be super fun. We talk pretty much every day on there. Jameson's been doing some ridiculous posts about movies that I'm going to be reviewing that we've never talked about. And uh, it's been interesting. He likes to mess around with me, I guess. Uh, So, yeah. Of course, Charlie brings up Star Wars 3 and Skip 2 and all this stuff. I don't know. It's weird. And Titeo. You know, just real quick, uh, I, I don't get too much feedback on my show, but uh, recently you just told me that you really enjoyed the Home Alone 2 one. Yeah. That seems to be the more popular one that I do hear back from other people about. Um, so I, and I, 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 didn't, I thought that, you know, people might like the part one movie better, but I guess, yeah, part two is getting, getting some really good feedback from. So um, maybe check that one out since, since you liked that. 
Yeah, because uh, you have the Mike same issues. Approves. Yeah, you, you have the same issues I did in that one. I'm like, that makes no damn sense. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's funnier, but you should have died the first brick and all this and that. So Yeah, I'll have to go back and listen to that again. I'd be curious to see what you agreed with. Yeah, <laughs> every everything where you're like about the alarm clock and just, every, you know, the funny part was the Rob Schneider stuff with Phoenix. Have you seen him in this? No. 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 That, that was amazing. I was I was dying laughing on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that says anything about his movies. <laughs> yeah, I I, thought, I I liked it where I was like, hey, did you, have you seen White Chicks? He goes, oh, no, I go, have you seen Hot Chick? And he goes, no, I've seen White Chicks. <laughs> like, completely different movie. <laughs> Good times. Well, uh, yeah. STL will be back. Uh, the next movie I'm doing will be uh, my part of my Guilty Pleasures series that are just too awesome as Guilty Pleasures. Roadhouse, baby. Got to do Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. That'll be the next STL movie. Uh, again, that'll be sometime in February. Uh, you and I will get together for Back to the Future 2 commentary, uh, commentary track. And then uh, after that will be Triple X. And then leading into the Die Hard series. And I'm probably going to end on 4. Because I actually watched 1, 2, 3, and 4. And I, I just had a blast. Uh, but Stupid 4 is not unrated on Blu-ray. You can only get the unrated version, which that's the only version I watch because I have to have the swearing. John McClane is not John McClane if he's not saying mother F for every other word. Mm. I only ever watch the unrated version, and it's only on DVD. They never released it on Blu-ray. Mm. Pisses me off. So, Unfortunately, I, I watched the PG-13 version for the first time in my life, and I was like, ugh, this is terrible. Like, what is this? Yeah, what is this? Why is he not saying mother F for what's going on i don't get it so it stupid was... censorship <laughs> i know right well thank you sir for joining me i had a blast man it was good times i'm glad we were able to pull this off so yeah thanks for having me i had a really good time again man the two hours flew by so fast it did it did i hope you guys enjoyed this uh, i'm gonna leave you with uh with not power of love but with some johnny be good because uh, that's my favorite song from the movie and you got to hear michael j fox tear it up all the way uh, at least on the guitar anyway so so i'll catch you guys on the next episode uh, and in the meantime you guys have a good one take care and make like a tree get out of here
You guys take care. You have a good one. Uh, let me let me do the end again. So you yes. guys you guys uh, you guys have a good one. Take care, Misunasal. Well, yeah. I, I thought we we're gonna do the other ending. What was the other ending? Yeah, we're gonna make like a tree and get oh, out of here. Oh, oh, okay, so how do you want to do that then? <laughs> oh, just the, the same way you were gonna say, but instead of say, um, uh, okay, instead of saying take care, Misunasal, just say uh, you know whatever, blah blah blah, and we're gonna make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> okay.